Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half, we at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste a failure. You're inside the game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide at 100.9. Tide109.com. Listen to us there. Also download the free Tide 100.9 app. It is a free download to listen to all of our shows. Morning, 6 a.m. with Martin Houston. Whip and Barry inside the locker room, 7 until 9. 9 until 11, the Gary Harris Show. Miller's Edge. Corey and Christian Miller from 11 until noon. 12 until 2. Big noon sports. And then we pick it up every day starting at 2 o'clock. We're going to have some fun today. We want you to be a part of our show. It is an Iron Bowl celebration. Almost not. Almost a disappointment. But at the end of the day, uh, the Tide walks out of Jordan. It was Michael Jordan, right? It was not Michael Jordan. I know Noah sent me a message uh, after the show and said, uh, man, I didn't realize you were making fun of it. They really do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Jordan. Yeah, like Eli Gold, Roger Hoover, all of them say it. Like, I was like, what? What? It's not Jordan. It's Jordan. Suge. Jordan, short, I mean, just because those hillbillies can't say it uh, doesn't mean we have to. But listen, if you're looking for Auburn, uh, lean on my shoulder and allow me to cry for a couple of minutes, uh, this is probably not going to be the show for you. So Auburn fans, if you're coming to Tuscaloosa for therapy, uh, I would go somewhere else because we're probably not going to hand out too many uh, moral victory trophies at the end of the day. It felt good to rip your heart out. It felt good. I, I loved every minute of all those fans up in the uh, the stands crying and the emotions and the tears. Just wait till you have to pick up that paltry science degree. You'll be crying in too, right? I spent four years. I spent four years. I did it. Well, I couldn't hang in the engineering department, so they kicked me over to this thing called poultry science or animal science or something. Not that those things are not important, but uh, we learn how to grow trees. You can go to Mississippi State and do that. You ain't got to go to Auburn. Uh, and your academics would probably be as close, if not better. But, uh, hey, if that's what you want to do, go do it. 27-24, uh, 27-24. Jayla Milrow with one of the best plays when you look at Alabama history. Uh, did hey, Listen, I'd prefer to get on there and beat them by 21 to 28 points. But at the end of the day, this is how it sounded right here on Tide 100.9 as Alabama was able to take down the Auburn Tigers 27-24. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. The DanielMoreArt.com, the bad and the ugly, is sponsored by the Auburn fans because no doubt you had some ugly faces after that game. So the bad and the ugly is sponsored by those Auburn fans or just the Auburn alums in general. Enjoy, enjoy. Four in a row! From the Alabama Crimson Tide. This is the way it sounded here on Tide 100.9. Alabama Auburn. This is the 88th Iron Bowl. Here now the give. Back up the middle. Roy Dell runs up the pipe. And he is in for a touchdown. Here's Noah. Looks long. Trying to find a man. Behind the defense. It's caught. And here goes Jermaine Burke all the way. Touchdown Alabama. He caught it. It's caught. Touchdown, Alabama. 
Coming up next, the SEC Championship Game, live from Atlanta, Georgia, on the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Roll Tide. Absolutely. Roll Tide. Eli Gold, the voice of the Alabama Crimson Tide, getting the job done. It was good to hear his voice uh, describing those uh, moments. Uh, he's described some good ones when you talk about it, when you look at uh, – illustrating, verbalizing uh, everything right there in that game. Uh, it was great uh, to be able to hear that right here on Tide 100.9. So we want to credit Crimson Tide Sports mar uh, Marketing and Network for creating that. And uh, we're going to have some fun today. But Alabama, uh, 19th fourth quarter victory by Nick Saban. Uh, Saturday's Iron Bowl, four in a row. Uh, it marks uh, the 26th time in program history. Alabama's won at least 11 games. Now, uh, check this out, okay? 26 times. Happen all time. 26 times they've won 11 football games. 14 of those 26 have been under Nick Saban. Let that sink in just for a minute. Let that let that just sink in. Uh, wow. 11 straight seasons. With a, excuse me, 12 straight seasons with 11 wins or more. The longest streak of its kind in the Southeastern Conference. We are the king, and it's good to be king. No, isn't that like a Disney movie? Isn't there like a Lions King movie that says, isn't it great, isn't it great to be king? Maybe we could play that because we are. Yeah. Uh, and now like that. we've wanted to take down Georgia. We've wanted to prevent them from winning three in a row. If it doesn't happen, and if they go on to win three in a row, we'll have only one person to blame, or we'll have a lot of people to blame, but it'll be us. It'll be us. It'll be our fault if Georgia. So you've, you've earned it. Now you get a chance to go play for it. Uh, go beat them. I know everybody wants to talk about playoffs. We can certainly do that. Uh, I think it could go either way. I really do. I think Alabama could be a part of it. Alabama could be left out of it. Uh, do I want Alabama there? Absolutely, sure. I mean, uh, beat Georgia, uh, win the SEC title. Uh, might need a little bit of help, but either way, we're going to party. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have some fun. Our first guest joins at, at 3.30. We'll talk to Martin at 4 o'clock, Barrett Sully at 3.30, uh, Martin Houston at 4 o'clock, the Iron Bowl celebration. Let's have some fun. Let those soak it up. Those those Auburn tears rolling off their face. Like I said, just wait till they receive that degree. There'll be a lot of other crying there. Uh, true too. When you walk off that stage, just think. I mean, there's that four in a row. That means a senior who was on the four year plan never saw their school beat this school in the four years there. It'll be year number five because you come to Tuscaloosa, it's a beatdown. Just history shows it. Down there, it's always a struggle. Let's go to Paul and Lincoln. Paul, good afternoon. Roll Tide. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Oh man, what a what a what an improbable win that was, Ryan. I'm telling you, what an improbable win. Uh, it's it's hard to explain the 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 emotion that that uh, that I had Saturday night. It was. It was unbelievable. What was and your yet, reaction it, when when the pass? Because that may be a question that we ask people. You know what what exactly did you know did you do? Uh, I mean, it, well, I mean, I I, I I I sat there in stunned disbelief, total disbelief. I didn't. I had no. I mean, I I I'd, I'd resigned to the fact that we we were going to lose the game. I mean. Ryan, I heard a stat. I listened to, uh, and I said this on Gary's show this morning. Um, I listened to a stat on college football final uh, Saturday night. Matt Berry brought it up. 
in the last two football seasons up to Saturday night. Okay. Okay. 90 times a team had third or fourth down and 30 or more yards to go for a first down, touchdown, whatever. The teams were 0 for 90 up until Alabama completed that miracle in the corner of the end zone in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Now... It's one for 91. One for 91. Wow. Wow. Well, and, and, and when you look at it, I was on a show just a couple of minutes ago. They said the 31-yard fourth down completion, and I'm trying to think how they historically set it up. Uh, it may be one of the longest uh, in the history when you look at completion the way that it was. Um, wow. I mean, I don't I – don't, I mean, it just I, – I, the rhythm of that game, the emotions that you're going through, thinking, okay, this, Paul, it's over. It's over, as you said. And then to be able to to, to come from behind in that moment, um, you know, it ripped their heart out, which is just perfect. I mean, in some ways I prefer that method compared to the others, but um, either way it was it was awesome. It, it, Ryan, it was. Um, I mean – Alabama basically stepped into the pit of hell. Ryan, what I mean by that is there are there. No, I'm sorry. Hold on. My car is messing up here. You're fine. You're there fine. Is, You're okay. There is so much hatred. And listen, I, th- there's no doubt my hatred and disdain for that program. But the, the venom and the vile and the hatred that that fan base has for the University of Alabama it is so evident. It is so evident, uh, especially when you go down there. And listen, I would have loved to have beat them by, like you said, three or four touchdowns. Uh, it would have been, and I was sooner or later, Ryan. We, we've got to do that. But then again, when the, when it happens like it happened, kind of like in twenty one, very similar circumstances. Um, but, uh, to, to win, like we did, and then for the, for the, the cameras to pan in, on the sideline and up into the stadium to see all those salty Lee County bug tears. I mean, it was flowing. The tears were flowing and, uh, it reminded me so much of, uh, the 21 game, and like I told Gary this morning, how many times has Alabama fans in that arena, in that venue, had the same look on their face after a ball game? You know, you're thinking, what what just happened? What what did yeah. I what did I just witness? And for that to happen two consecutive trips down there, Ryan, that has gone a long way to me of kind of making the kick six and maybe the 2017, 2019, but especially the kick six is kind of those two last, those last two trips we've made down there have kind of made that a little bit easier to stomach. Not to say it, it, it it's ever going to be easy to stomach, but you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Well, and, and you look at this, this game, this performance, and, and I, I've said it multiple times, Paul, 
when you look at Alabama trying to possibly win, you know, even more, five in a row is probably going to be likely here. Hugh Freeze will be coaching for his job the next time Alabama goes to Lee County. Because he yeah. goes 0-3 against Alabama, they'll fire him. And, 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 and now all of a sudden the pundits, the, the, the feel-good media types, <coughs> and you know who the ones I'm talking about, now all of a sudden, just because what 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 uh, what the Bugs did Saturday night, now all of a sudden they're in they're in great shape to to make a move to to, to be do relevant. We just, again. Do we just remove the New Mexico State loss? Well, I mean, right, my, my but, comment well, but, for Hugh yes, Freeze yes, was because, he was going to beat somebody this year that he was not supposed to beat. That didn't come true. No, no, it didn't. But, but the 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 cop out is that well, you spent two weeks for preparing for Alabama. The the they spent no time, uh, con, you know, concerning New Mexico State, and they they were they're willing they're willing to get embarrassed at a national level by New Mexico State just to have a better chance of beating their hated. Rival. Ryan, listen, it's, it's a fact. They hate us more than we hate them. It's an absolute fact in my book. This is my opinion. The Bugs hate Alabama far worse but, but, than we really hate do, them. Why do they hate us? It's simply because... Because, they've got, cause, because they don't have what we have. No, absolutely. It's jealousy. It's a jealousy component. It, 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 it is. It, it, that's, that's as deep that's as deep as it goes. It, it's jealousy. They've always been the little brother, and they hate that mantra. They hate the trophy case. They hate everything about Tuscaloosa. And uh, they absolutely – I mean, they're, not, they're all – they call – he's the great Satan. He's the great Satan. And, and, and they say it a lot. They say it all the time on their boards. Coach Saban is the great Satan in their eye, and uh, they can't stand it. They absolutely cannot stand it. And uh, you know they're, they're so well. You know, uh, but my my thing is well. You, you know, you kept the game close in twenty one. If, if Tank Bigsby doesn't go out of bounds, you win that game probably. Okay, but you didn't, and then. You know, just because you kept so, it close in, in Lee County. So, Paul, you based come, on that theory, to... is it always a win for them regardless? Listen, and... uh, I know I know that, that Ryan, the, 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 the probability of, of making that play 43 seconds left in the game was 0.01%. Think about that. Yeah, right, right. 0.01%. That's low. So... When that thing in the and and completed, Ryan, it absolutely right. It cut their heart out. It gutted them. Which is the part that I almost enjoy the most watching them. And and really, Paul, and and, and I'll leave you with this. I, I got to move to some other calls. Enjoyed that. Well, he, here's the other part: is because those cheating, and I'm trying to be clean here. Those cheating, um, you know what I'm trying to say. Boogers. Um, boogers would be nice. Okay. Gamesmanship, whatever you want to call it, at the end of the day, wetting the field 
slipping and a sliding at the end of the day, that cost them a victory over Alabama. Punt returner, yeah. he lost his footing. Why did he lose he his sure footing? Did. Because of the, the 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 turf was wet. It was yeah. something they do. Uh, you talk about advantage, and they use the excuse of the high crown field, which is supposed to drain anyway. Uh, they don't have enough money to, to do it like the other bigger schools, so they have to use it the old-fashioned crown. And they've reduced some of that, but at the end of the day, uh, it's a dump, and um, you know, I guess the best thing they've got is the eagle flying around at the pregame, uh, and uh, a bunch of tears, a bunch of tears. Maybe the tears are from the New Mexico State loss from the previous week. I mean, it's possible that you know they didn't have to water the field. Uh, the tears were able to provide that. Ryan, let's be honest. They were, they were, you know, one play away, fourth and goal from the 31, they were going to absolutely invade that football field. They were. Oh, yeah. They, just like 21, when they, had, when they had moved down to the lower bowl, they were, they were fixing to make a run on, on, on Pat Dye Field, just like they were getting ready to do Saturday night. And <laughs> we, we absolutely gutted them. We, yep. we cut their heart right out of their chest. Yes, we did. And uh, my gosh, what a what a what a way to win! Um, the tears were flowing. The looks on those faces are priceless. They'll always be priceless when the bugs are crying those salty tears after a loss to Alabama. Roll Tide, Paul. Thank you, man. Roll Tide to you. Roll Tide, buddy. Right back to you. Uh, we'll continue. We're going to take phone calls. Robert in Mobile, Blueberry Steve up in Montreal, Canada. We got Dawson. We got Dale. We're going to celebrate. We're going to have some fun. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, Tuscaloosa Toyota. How about the great dealership? How about a new Tundra? You want to celebrate a Monday? How about a new 4Runner? Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive options. Tacoma, Camry, Corolla, Highlander, Rav4. You will find those. And then also, we are sponsored every Monday by DanielMoreArt.com. Celebrate that special Alabama fan in your life by visiting Daniel Moore and a great discount by mentioning that you heard about it right here on the game. DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. We roll on. We're going to have some fun right here on the game. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Alabama statewide gas prices down 25 cents from a month ago. But AAA is warning those gas prices vary widely, as much as 40 cents in some places. It's 281 on average in Tuscaloosa County, 314 in Greene County. It's Cyber Monday, and the Central Alabama Better Business Bureau warning about scammers and hackers using online shopping. And the Alabama Department of Revenue will begin sending out that one-time tax rebate on Friday. However, to qualify, you must have filed a 2022 state tax return. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates, and severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Hey, football fans, need a good place to watch the Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, Tuscaloosa's high 50, a freeze tonight, the sky clear, the low 29. 
Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the sky's sunny both days. The high tomorrow, 52. Wednesday's high at 57 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The Game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. But you know, other conferences protect their king. We don't really protect our king. That's okay. We have to fight through all the crap and the officiating. And still, uh, we have we held a different standard as we want to be. 27-24, Alabama takes down the Bugs. 6-6, six and 3-5 six, and five in their conference play. Alabama moves to undefeated, now playing for the SEC title game. Uh, Jay LaMiro, SEC Player of the Week with his performance. Uh, Wow. I was uh, speaking with our friends up at Daniel Moore, which is, uh, you know, I I, th- I still think that that would be a great print. And I'm not into the bugs. They now, you know, they name every single one of these games. But uh, disaster in the pasture. Um, I've seen uh, fourth and 31. That was a good one. Uh, Grave diggers, what they call the play. I like that one, too. But uh, we can throw it out there. Let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, my friend. Hey, man. Well, I was uh, calling it fourth and forever myself. Yeah, I don't yeah. think who said that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Your cell phone faded out there just for a second. But fourth and forever, I, I'd like that. I like that one. Uh, but, Robert, what did you do after Alabama uh, was able to connect with that 31-yard pass? Oh, you mean after I got myself off the floor? Which <laughs> yeah. I think I was on the floor for about five, about five minutes before I got back up again because I couldn't believe it. Um, I'm in, you know, it was just uh, one of those plays that, you know, I think what was the better play, second and 26 or fourth and forever, grave day or whatever you want to call it. Um, of course, second and 26, of course, was the national championship walk-off win. Sure. But the difficult throw was, of course, fourth and forever, grave digger or whatever. I mean, that's. You know, and, and to think about so many people back in coverage, and he found a he found a spot. He found a spot when you you know to be able to connect it. And uh, what a what a dime! What a dime! Yeah, there's no quarterback in the history of football that could have placed that ball in a better spot. Uh, nobody, uh, you know, the pros or college. I mean, the ball is perfect. Of course, I'm of course I'm in the saving camp of okay, yeah. Here's the big but, but it didn't have to be or need to be. No, no, I, I totally, yeah, totally agree. (laughs) Totally agree. Uh, But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's good to go rip their heart out and to make them think that they believed, (laughs) right? Uh, Because most of those people in, in the bugs, um, Robert, you you got a bad connection on your cell phone. Can I put you back on hold and try to come back to you? Oh, Okay. Yeah, I don't know what was, man, that was some weird stuff going on. I don't know if that was on our end. See if we can reconnect with Robert, because I want to be fair to him. But, uh, ooh, that was. Yeah, uh, it's a, I think it's a bit of his connection. We've look, been having some issues this morning. Have we really? Yeah. Uh, it usually helps if he gets off and then calls us back. Okay, okay. So, uh, Blueberry Steve, let's try you. Good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Oh, my, my goodness. <laughs> so, what to say? Well, you wanted to know where I was. What I was doing when when that when that thing when that pass was caught, 
I was on the phone with my son who you met. We were down in Tuscaloosa. He was driving. I was watching the game, and I was commiserating with him. And I said, John, I said, I can't believe it. I said, it looks like we're going to lose. It looks like we're going to lose. And as I said those words, Barn caught that pass. And I started screaming and yelling. <laughs> I was just, we won, we won, we won. I mean, we didn't actually win at that point, but to me, we won, you know. It was, oh my gosh. Well, at that point, you and, knew that their offense highly unlikely that they were going to drive the distance. I mean, they really only had, what, a couple of successful plays. But really, that's the part that if you want to be I – mean, we're going to do our good, bad, and ugly. I know we're going to celebrate a little bit, but uh, you could talk about, you know, like what Robert said a couple of minutes ago of, of getting Alabama in that spot um, was unfortunate. Uh, they should have destroyed Auburn. Instead, they sat there and played with them, as we, we, we like to do down there. And I, I think it all goes back. You, people ask me all the time, why does Alabama play so bad? It's very simple. Alabama players in that locker room, they they don't respect Auburn to the degree that Auburn respects Alabama. Alabama is their Super Bowl. We are their national title. It is everything to them. They don't care. None of them were talking about New Mexico State. <laughs> they were talking about so, beating Alabama. But from Alabama's standpoint, it's just it's another game. It's Ole Miss, it's Mississippi State, it's Arkansas, it's LSU. Everybody comes gunning for Alabama. So when you look at yeah. trying to meet them with that same energy, it just it's it's not there. Right, right. But maybe not for the players, but for the fans. So I was listening this morning, and I heard Paul just earlier, and I also heard him on Gary Harris this morning when he when he when he first mentioned that stat of ninety ninety one and one. And then when he said, when he said that his, he expressed his absolute delight in seeing the tears on the face of the books on their fans. That's exactly what I enjoy. I can't believe it. And I'm like kind of new to this. I've only been like really following the tide closely for like four, four, three, four years, maybe five years. Well, if, if you think those Auburn students were sad after that, just wake up, wait till they pick up that degree in four years. <laughs> well, I don't know. So, no, I do I know. But I do think you do know. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I will tell you this. It's, um, I heard some of the broadcasters uh, after the game saying that they called it the nightmare at Jordan Hare. Well, I would prefer to call it, not- I would prefer to call it, I would prefer to call the scare at Jordan Hare. Well, the scare, yeah. uh, the Hail Mary at the Dairy is another one. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, one. <laughs> I like the disaster in the pasture. I like that one. Yes, that's uh, good. That's very good. Yeah, that's very disaster good. in the pasture. Yeah. And, you know, I was just, I literally got a message a couple of minutes ago from my friends, but, uh, you know, if Daniel Moore does a print, what would you name it? I mean, you know, I, I'd like to be funny, but at the end of the day, you know, Grave Digger, 4th and 31, all those things will work. Um, you know, it's, um, wow. I mean, what, yeah, a, what a moment. Yeah, was, what a was, moment. I mean. It was, it was so exciting. It was so exciting. Uh, it, you know, it really, and, and, and Paul really hit it. Because, I mean, just seeing, you know, how, how, how totally devastated they were. 
I mean, it brings to mind that, that term schadenfreude, you know. And uh, schadenfreude is a, is a term where it, it basically says that you get pleasure derived from somebody else's misfortune. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I felt. I swear, honestly, maybe that's, that's wrong of me, but I don't know. No, it's, I just, just, it's say, just meeting the hate with a the hate. There you go. But, but here, as good and as awesome... As 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 Jalen was, doesn't Bond deserve some credit for getting open? I mean, really? Oh no, no, a- no! Absolutely, sure, sure. You know, uh, it, hey, I just and, got an- I got another name here, Miracle in the Manure. <laughs> oh, I like that so, one. That one's good too. That one's good too. That's not bad. So, a quick question: um, Are you doing good, bad, and ugly? Today, we are. Or? We are. No, good, bad, and ugly. The good is sponsored by Daniel Moore, and the bad and the ugly is sponsored by those Auburn Tears. Okay. So my good is Jalen Milrow. Okay. the The impact of his fourth down TD throw on his teammates, especially after the snap, snap. Right. When in future, when they're in a tough situation, they're going to trust him totally. Like it really, really, really builds him up in in in, in the eyes of his teammates. That's what I think. So that's what's good. It's great. It's great as far as I'm concerned. The bad was um, our defense against the run. Uh, we, we we need to get better. But then at the end, when it counted, they came up. They came up big. The defense came up big right at the end. But I don't understand why they were why they were able to run run on us, especially their quarterback like that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. And the ugly was the officiating. I heard. I heard. Uh, I think also on Gary Harris's show that they mentioned it was the same crew that was. No, it, it was. In, yeah, Jason Altry. In, in, yeah, Jason in Altry. Yeah, it's it's same crew. And um, I don't know. Has anybody posted uh, who will be the officiating crew for this weekend? Because if that's their top crew and they've earned that, I need to go look that up and see if it's been announced because that group's awful. I mean, they're awful. I know. They, they are, you know, th- this guy's a city manager down in, some part of the panhandle of Florida. I mean, I know the the, the area. I just don't want to identify, you know, because I don't want people to look him up and go harass him. But uh, uh, he, he's a city manager down in the panhandle of Florida. And um, it, it's, uh, you know, he needs to get back to, to doing those type of things. I'm sure he's really, really good at his job. Uh, as officiating, not so much. Not so much. And um, Well, what, I, I wonder what he manages in that city. I mean, can you imagine? He's just the he's the local city manager. I'm not exactly sure of the responsibilities, but uh So, th- let me ask you another question. Does the team have any say in who the officiating crew no, is before no, the no, game? No, 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 not at all. No, no. Not at all, no, huh? No, it's just huh. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, Steve, Montreal, Canada. Roll Tide, my friend. Thank you for being a part of our show. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Tide. Blueberry Steve, Montreal, Canada. We're going to come back. We'll continue with more of the game. Next, Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports.
go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody. It's Gary Harris. Coming up Tuesday morning, we got another great show on tap for you. Drew DeArmond talking ball with the Rocket Man. Also, the Titans Report with Kayla Anderson. Your phone calls and much more. That's the Gary Harris Show. Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. BBQ.com. Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Braun arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online. Carry out. Curbside pickup. Delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday. Made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. The pharmacy at Midtown, TJ Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs. The retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, pharmacymidtown.com. Pharmacymidtown.com conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown a huge part of our show. <sighs> Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. The uh, phone lines have been completely jammed out. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. Kaya, you know it's great to serve the best fans in the entire country. And, you know, you guys are too kind to me. Today, I went to a box, and I want to go grab it because it's across the uh, the studio, but I don't know if I have enough seconds to do it. But uh, Jared in Dallas, Texas, sent me something, and uh, I say thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, they know I'm a big Dallas fan. I take a lot of heat for being a Cowboys fan. George Teague and I, that's okay. Um, Jared in Dallas, Texas sent me an autographed Tony Dorsett autographed NFL football today. I got it in literally in the mail. I walked in. So if there's anything that can make it any better, that would be it. So um, huge Dallas Cowboy fan, huge Tony Dorsett fan. And to walk in and get an autographed Hall of Fame football Jared in Dallas, Texas. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I love I love little autograph memorabilia items, and I love the uniqueness. It's not like I collect. Um, I do collect autographs, but it's not to the degree. I mean, I never use my media credential to get. It's things that people give me. It's it's people walk up to me and say. Uh, matter of fact, I I sent George Tiga. My wife was going through some of my collectibles. 
uh, over the the weekend, and I come across a George Teague autographed football that he gave me, uh, a football card, football card, not an actual football, but a football card that he gave me, um, I don't know, 25 years ago, 20 years ago when I was helping with George Teague and friends, uh, basketball tournament. So little things like that, just people walking up and saying, hey, here we go. And uh, anything from a Wade Boggs autographed baseball to a uh, Phil Necro autographed baseball, just people walking up and saying, hey, you know, and, and you meet people in this business. So Jared in Dallas, Texas, thanks, man. That's too kind of you, and I'm, I'm very thankful. But uh, let's get back to this. Let's have some fun. Let's go to a guy that I know that has been celebrating from day one. Dawson, how are you? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Well, Ryan, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you think I've been celebrating. <laughs> I guess this whole staff that loves Alabama football been celebrating, I can tell you that much. And, uh, well, you know, um, there was just a lot going on um, down there on the ugliest village on the place. <laughs> I mean, the entire. Uh, go ahead. And did you see them tears, Dawson? All right, I was going to get to that. And it, I spent all over, I told my wife when that first flashed on the screen, I said, that'll be all over the country for, from now on. <laughs> the bugs. Kind of like that Tennessee game with that girl with the tears in her eyes from a, a few years ago. Um, just just oh, wait, wait, wait till they pick up those diplomas and they go, hold on. This is all I got? This is all I got? <laughs> well, the video, there's a, there's several videos out there. The one video, right, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I don't think I've ever seen a stadium that was so sure that the game was over. And they were, I think they had already phoned in uh, semi-trucks to be down at Tumor's Corner with, you know, with bales and bales and toilet paper. And, um... But I, I'm telling you, that place was crazy. I'm, there's no question. It was just a crazy, crazy atmosphere. And I heard that you know, some of the Auburn players were fighting with the Alabama players while those while those lights were flashing and it was dark and and uh, the stadium was going crazy. And and uh, just before just before Milro released that ball, it was uh, it was uh, a love in, <laughs> and it was no fashion '60s love in. I got. And then when that ball was caught in the end zone, it was complete silence. And all you could hear was the Alabama fans cheering. And uh, that's the way to silence a crowd now. It's, it's just, um, well, and almost it's do you really prefer something. it that way or do you prefer it the other way? You know, I would have loved to got your score. And Lord knows I haven't even added up the scores to uh, to see who was the winner. I'd have loved to got your score. But in some ways, I almost prefer what happened. Well, you know, in the end, you know, I give these uh, flamboyant scores and all that kind of stuff because it's just fun for me to do that. That's my passion for it. But, Ryan, I don't care. I don't care how we win it. But in the way that we did win it, it was better for the team. And I think that Milro, right in his interview after the game, Milro's interview on TV after the game, is one of the most remarkable. And listen, I've seen a lot of Alabama football, and a lot of quarterbacks come to that microphone after things after a game. I don't think I've ever, ever heard more maturity and surety and confidence 
come out of the mouth of a quarterback than our quarterback. And um, I was just, I was amazed. I was just absolutely amazed. And he is the one. You know, we look at it out here as, as if it's precarious and uh, unbelievable and impossible and all that. But they are the players. They had the ball in their hands. He had the ball in his hands. And they were going to do something with it, win or lose. And they're over there on that sideline. All this celebrating is going on. And I noticed that they had their arms around each other. I mean, getting ready for this last play. And then when they came on the field, they knew they were going to – they knew it. And we got fans out here that don't believe – they still don't believe in them. They believed in themselves. And if they had not believed it, that would have never happened. And when that ball settled in his arms, I jumped up out of my chair. Brian, now you're not going to believe this. So did you have that? I never gave up. I don't believe it. Brian, I never gave up. I never had since I was a... Put Miss Wanda on the phone, please. (laughs) Look, since I was just a teenager, before I was a teenage boy, I believe believe in Alabama. And I believe that we we always believe we're going to find a way. I can't tell you how many times when Coach Bryant was here, those kind of things happened. And we didn't look at, analyze it and criticize it and all that kind of stuff. It was a miracle play. And you just celebrated it and and thought our team was great. But when that ball was caught in that end zone, I jumped up out of my chair. And the first thing I did I was to look all over that field. To see for, for, a flag, for a flag. Anything. Yeah, sure, sure. I was looking for it. Any kind, anything that would prevent it. And then when I realized it was a touchdown, I was absolutely thrilled. There's no question about it. But Ryan Paul called, Paul used the, the exact word I was going to use. Okay. And that is that that place was hell down there. Yeah. I mean, it was hell. And I'm not just – I want to tell you, I don't think I have ever witnessed anything like what went down there Saturday night. This game would have never been close. It would have never been close. That was a hellacious place down there, and the officiating is the worst that I have ever seen. Absolutely. The SEC, the SEC Dawson, should be embarrassed of the product that they put on the field with the guys wearing stripes. They should awful. be the awfulest thing I've ever seen. The awfulest thing I've ever Greg seen. Greg Sankey should hold his head in shame today, knowing the product that he puts on the field with that officiating crew. Our guys over there, our, our kickers over there, being wallowed on, wallowed on. Right in front of the, the official. official. The right official standing the official. there looking at it. And he said, there, it was a crazy place down there. Well, I mean, I the snaps. What, and I know people want to talk about Seth McLaughlin and the snaps. Nick Saban was asked the question yesterday, and, and I, we went back and found the video where the Auburn players are clapping to get, you know, get the cadence off of the There snap you kick. go. Uh, there you go. Exactly. And, and for that to never be found throughout the, the game? Ryan. Shame on you, Greg Sankey. Shame on you. Yeah, it was was just crazy. It would have never been close. Never been close. But it was, and we won the game, and now everything is still in front of us, and we can celebrate. We'll talk about it all week, but it's it's time now to get ready for Georgia and – no, George is good. I don't, don't want to do this. I don't want to do and this. No, okay, we'll wait till tomorrow, the next day, whatever. I want to celebrate but, and enjoy it. <laughs> I want to listen. I the the tears, 
it, it's like eating a steak. One of these top- we snatch we snatch their guts out. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Never, ever. Roll Tide, man. Thank you, Dawson. We appreciate you. Uh, let's break here, Kaya, and then we'll come back. We're going to take more phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. We've got Dale coming up first up. Robert and Mobile, keep trying. If you get up, I'm going to put you back in there because I know your phone drifted out and it may have been on our end, so I felt bad there. Uh, we're taking a celebration here. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. The bad and the ugly is sponsored by those Auburn Tears. We roll on right here on the game, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota on Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. DanielMoreArt.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life. It's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban, and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Dot com. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. It's Rumsey Environmental. It's a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. When you have to know it's being done right, that's a time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002. The good, the bad, or the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. And uh, we're going to have some fun this week. We're going to talk about an SEC title. But Alabama, you've got your chance. You've got your chance. You want to stop the dogs from winning three in a row? You could knock them completely out of the playoffs by a win. Now, there's some other things that could need to happen. I don't see two SEC teams there. Uh, this is possibly a pl- not a play-in game. Alabama's not a lock to be in the playoffs. Uh, but we'll take more phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. Dale, I want to give you plenty of time after the 3 o'clock hour. Let's get our Fox Sports reset and a lot more. That's next. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. At Northport Auto Supply, we're proud of our knowledge. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. 
Here's Nick Cope. News in the NFL. The Panthers have fired coach Frank Reich during his first year on the job as Carolina has started the season 1-10. Special teams coordinator Chris Tabor will be the interim coach and senior assistant Jim Caldwell will serve as a special advisor to offensive coordinator Thomas Brown. Also reports say that quarterbacks coach Josh McCown and running backs coach Deuce Staley were also fired. NFL media reports that those firings were made by Tabor and Caldwell. Reports say Vikings receiver Justin Jefferson will not play tonight against the Bears, but he is expected to return from his hamstring injury after their upcoming bye week. And Buccaneers coach Todd Bowles said the MRI on quarterback Baker Mayfield's ankle came back negative. In college basketball, Purdue is the AP's new number one team in the nation after winning last week's Maui Invitational. Arizona second, Marquette third. change anything it won't change anything oh we're behind our guy how about the guy that lost to new mexico state how about the only school in the country that could hire hugh freeze he wouldn't getting any phone calls the only school that could hire him across the state that's it that's it there's too much baggage there but auburn does what they want to do because they are a family and uh it was good to see those tears flow let's continue taking phone calls and we go to dale dale good afternoon you're in the game i hope all is well it is, Ryan. How you doing, Ryan Stone Cowboy? And I'm having a great day, man. Great day. I mean, no doubt uh, the win, this Tony Dorsett football kind of put me over the top. Now we get to go take on Georgia. You know, I'm not as confident about the playoffs as some. I do think there's a pathway. I think you could go 50-50. You need to go yep. there and beat them the way that Alabama-Georgia a couple of years ago, 41-24 in 20, 2021. You need to go yeah. do that type of outlet. In other words, leave no doubt. Put it, make it hard on the committee to leave you out. That's right. That's all we but do. Right. When, when, the, when the play happened, man, my first conversation was I hollered. I, I, I said, he caught it. He caught it. There's no flag. And then I look over there to my left and my wife's just jumping up and down. <laughs> and I ran over there and picked her up by our hips and just started jumping up and down and we were just jumping up and down excited man and i thought we were going to win you know by 52 to 7 that's why that was my score but uh hey i'll take it you know and i've, I've been debating in my head would i take a 63 to 7 victory over that i don't know i didn't want us to play that sloppy i didn't want us to get you know, run on the way that, you know, we got ran on. Uh, when you look at, you know, 244 oh, yards rushing. Ooh. Bad, boy. Bad. 
But, Ryan, not only does a uh, Alabama quarterback have to play the Auburn team, they have to play the spirit of jealousy like y'all were talking about a while ago and the hatred in those stands. And, and, and that's why Pastor Milrow, he performed the greatest in the history of Jordan Hare exorcism that I've ever seen, the greatest exorcism in the history of Jordan Hare in front of 85,000 numb fans, and it just silenced them, and their souls flew off into the sunset, into the night set. It was amazing to me what he did, what they did, what the team did. You know, when someone just sent me a video, they were already rolling Tumor's Corner. <laughs> they were already throwing toilet paper before that play ever happened because they thought yeah. they had it locked up. Dale, I'd love a 63-7 to win, but I'll take this one, too. That's uh, exorcism number two. Now, every two years, we got to perform an exorcism there. The quarterback does. I think Bryce Young performed it two years ago, and Al Milro performed it. That's why I'm calling this the exorcism on the plains. That's what I'm calling this game. Yeah, and somebody, you know, because they live in, you know, their student housing down there is, is I'm not going to say that. Never mind, because, I mean, I, um, but it, it's, it's a mobile home park, right? Yeah. I mean, if you've ever been down there, they, they live in, it, it's like, it's the weirdest campus. You can go a half a mile off campus and you have mobile home parks. Uh, that's where their student housing is. Now, they, they've got some apartments, but, uh, you know, someone sent me a photo of of uh, what they were naming it, and I, I'm not going to share part of it, but uh, it was... It, it, I mean, don't you don't you think that's a pretty close, accurate, uh, accurate calling of the of the game? Exorcism on the plane. I like that. I like that one, but I don't know if you could put that on the bottom of Daniel Moore. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, my good Ryan is, of course, the fourth and thirty-one uh, conversion. No doubt about it. Yes, I mean, sir. Yes, sir. Like uh, Paul said, I mean, what the percentage was zero point something percent that he would we would make that play yeah it was it was a yeah high probability that you know that that play was not going to happen that auburn was uh going to be able to win the football game but at the end of the day uh you know those tears were beautiful the bad is what the bad is definitely the, the defensive line and the linebackers both the whole front seven it just seemed like and right i'm not sure i think there's some injuries on that defensive front. I've seen too many. Either that, I mean, that's the only excuse I can come up with for so many of them I've seen on the ground. They was getting knocked on the ground by the Auburn offensive line. I hate to say that, but I, I saw it quite a few times. I, I think Jaheim Otis is uh, one that's injured. I, I don't think he's – and I think it goes back to the Chattanooga game. I don't think he was clearly healthy in that game because I saw the same thing. And you didn't see that from him earlier in the year. Are you noticing that, or is it just is it me, or is it? I mean, I, I mean, it just well, looks like. Well, I think at this point everybody's a little bit banged up. Um, I do know I that think. you know there was a guy that had an injury last week in practice. I didn't. I mean, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but uh, Taryn Arnold got hurt last Thursday in practice. Um, there was yeah, some, he looked injured too. Well, there was some questions that, and it was his shoulder that was giving him trouble uh, in practice. He he kind of got took a big hit and. Uh, not exactly sure, you know, everything, but but you look at Terry Arnold. I mean, what a day he had yesterday. I mean, on uh, 23 yeah. coverage snaps, three times targeted, zero catches allowed, two interceptions, one 
uh, pass breakup and a 0.0 passer rating, according to ProFootballFocus.com, uh, with an injured shoulder. So we, we, we I don't think shoulder, we can man. use injuries as an excuse. I mean, everybody's a little bit banged no. up at this point. But yeah, just, Lawson was injured too. I don't think he's healthy. He's still not healthy. He, he didn't. He, he was getting blocked pretty easy to me when they come, when they come toward him. He wasn't putting up a whole lot of fight. It just didn't look to me like on the run. Now I know that's what Auburn does. That's their forte is the running game. They they don't pass it. They their their identity is to run the ball. I mean that's just who they are, you know. But I just had someone sent me a a new car tag that they actually purchased through the state of Alabama. TD four N. 31. I love it. I love it. Stick it in those Auburn fans. Let them, let them taste that four in a row. Haven't done that since the Coach Brown era. Roll, Ty. Well, my that ugly round. That did feel good. Oh, yeah. I, hey, I, I'll take it all day. I don't, you know, as, as much as I wanted to stomp them into submission, it, 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 it really does. To see the look on those faces, I mean, it's priceless. I, I, I sometimes just turn over there just. The, to replay, watch the replay just to see those faces, man. Just to see those faces, those what looks. What a catch. It's just fun. What a it's catch. Fun what I hate throw. And I'm glad it's not me with that face. You know, I'm glad it's not. Hey, they, oh, we've it was been there. Dale, we've been there. I mean, it. they could yeah. have stopped everything. Um, maybe this season is a season of destiny. They were celebrating us doing that 10 years ago. I mean, you know. But anyway, Ryan, the ugly was the worst officiating crew in, in college football, led by Jason Autry, like you said. Is it not a coincidence that we would get the same officiating crew that we got against Tennessee last year? I mean, those three guys in motion. I mean, you you could if you know anything at all about football. Well, and I thought you know, the guy in the end zone, that's where I kept looking for a flag because that's the same guy that called the Kool-Aid McKinnistry Interception was it was it Tim or Terry and Arnold last year at Tennessee who threw no, the flag? It was yeah, it was McKinstry. Yeah, Kool Aid McKinstry's interception that was him. That's that same in that corner right there, the one that threw oh the flag God. so late, so late. I mean, the guy's already fifteen yards down the field before he drops a flag. Um, That's the same. Was he the same one that was in the corner of the end zone? Well, I don't. I, yeah. I need to go back and look it up, but I can. Uh, but yeah, that was. Oh, his. That was shock. He didn't call push off on a. On bond. <laughs> yeah, and I know the Auburn fans are looking for holding, but, you know, if it hadn't been for the officials, they kept that game close. It was about to be a halftime empty and out the stadium. They would not have sold any hot dogs in the second half. Right. So, but that Dale, I've got, that a, I got a good what? friend of mine uh, that, that I talk to from time to time. He's got a conspiracy when you look at these SEC officials, okay, and he's really worried mm-hmm. about this upcoming game because, you know, regardless of how we like it or we don't like it, money plays a significant role in college athletics. Oh, yeah. How far will the SEC go to protect Georgia? Exactly. Yeah, because if, if neither team neither team from the SEC gets in, that's going to really be a black eye on the SEC. And that's what could happen. That's a real real scenario that could come up. Just be, being honest about it. I mean, you know, because we're not a lot, even if we beat them. With, no. with these other teams in front of us, it's undefeated. There's usually not this many undefeated teams, but I don't see Louisville beating Florida State. I mean, 
it'd be a big upset to me, okay. wouldn't you? Well, then if that's the case, then then Alabama, you know, we celebrate beating Georgia and we celebrate beating them because I, I see that as a pathway. We need that game right there. We need yeah. – Louisville is the big one. When you look at Oregon-Washington, they've already told you they're going to put those two in front of Alabama. They couldn't beat Kentucky, though, right? Ah, Louisville couldn't beat Kentucky. Okay, but but I'm talking about Oregon-Washington. So I'm just counting down the spots, right? Michigan, oh, yeah, Oregon-Washington. There's a spot. Oregon-Washington, the committee has told you. Now, you know, Oregon beats Washington by small margin. Maybe it's ugly. You could try to find a way to justify it, but uh, by putting Oregon in front of Alabama, tomorrow evening it will tell us a lot about this committee. It'll tell us a lot about, you know, what they think. But uh, Texas, Oklahoma State, I guess you could pull for, you know, ugly Texas win. But to me, it's Florida State, Louisville is is the big one. You, you watch that. Like I said, they lost to Kentucky, right? <laughs> Come on. I'm just telling you. But now, you know, Florida State is playing with a – Backup quarterback, and he didn't look that great to me, you know. But we'll see. And maybe Florida or maybe Louisville was already preparing for Florida State trying to win an ACC title. So. Man, I don't know. I just don't trust them to to beat to beat Florida State. I mean, we have got really no help where we thought it was, and I know that you know we started looking at this pathway. Uh, probability's not on our side. Dell, thanks so much, man. Roll tide to you. Roll Tide, brother. Right back to you. Let's go Steve in Tuscaloosa. Steve, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Steve. Steve. All right. Uh, we're not able to hear Steve. I'll put him back on hold. Let's go to Bubba Northport. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, Bubba. What about that game? Uh, what about that game? What'd you think? Well... My heart survived it, so I, my heart must be cured from two years ago then. <laughs> oh, me. So I guess it's healed oh, up. Oh, it, it was up and down emotional. Now, remind me, did you have a heart attack during the, a game a couple of years ago? I did. The Texas A&M loss where they kicked the field goal in the last second. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to do that again. No, 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 yeah. I had a heart attack, and I really didn't know it the three or four days later when I w was so sick I had to go to the hospital, and they pinpointed it from being that day. So, yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> I have to be careful. Too much excitement going on. Well, how do you how do you do it without – you know, like a game like that? I mean, how do you, how do you can control it? I, I can't. I, I, you, you really can't. I mean – it, it it's hard to control your emotions. You got to look at it like the sun will shine tomorrow, regardless of who wins or loses. Okay. And you got to put it in the good Lord's hands up above, and He's going to take care of you. All right, let's go to the good, the bad, and the ugly, Bubba. What do you think? But the good is the receivers. I mean, they have. I, to, they are the most improved position on the whole team, in my opinion, since last year. Um, they have they have really, really, really done a great job this year, especially number three and number seventeen. Um, when he caught that pass, I, it was a good catch. I mean, he had, Barrow had to put it on the money or. 
or it was just wasn't going to be a catch. But I like everybody else. I was too busy looking for flags. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's and, and to, to me, Greg Sankey should be ashamed of these officiating crews that he puts out there. Um, I mean, that's, you know what really ought to happen? And I just thought about this idea in these championship games. They ought to get officials from other league, from other leagues, like say the Pac-12 comes to the Southeastern Conference. Southeastern Conference goes here. That way, you don't have much bias. You know. No, you don't. I really think it's a lot of bias out there. It has to be. Some of them stupid calls from Saturday. I mean, what did the guy have to do? I mean, he, he almost killed our punter right there in front of the official. He sat there and watched it. I mean, it was on both sides. Well, it was not a clean officiated game. It was an embarrassment for the league. Bubba, thank you, man. Anything else? That's it. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Uh, we will. We will. You never know. We may celebrate a couple of days. I mean, I, right. I mean we're, we're going beyond the 24-hour rule. Thank you, Bubba. We'll come back. We'll squeeze in one more call before we get to Barrett Salee next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. You're home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Local, dependable news coverage. The latest news, only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. Alabama statewide gas prices down 25 cents from a month ago. But AAA is warning those gas prices vary widely, as much as 40 cents in some places. It's 281 on average in Tuscaloosa County, 314 in Greene County. It's Cyber Monday, and the Central Alabama Better Business Bureau warning about scammers and hackers using online shopping. And the Alabama Department of Revenue will begin sending out that one-time tax rebate on Friday. However, to qualify, you must have filed a 2022 state tax return. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports Updates. And severe weather information. Download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news. And sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Freedom CBD and Wellness, Tuscaloosa's community choice winner for the best CBD store in Tuscaloosa. Stop by and see them this week for their Thanksgiving sale. They'll be open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And then Sonya will be closed Thanksgiving Day through the weekend. Y'all don't miss these deals. Up to 50% off. Happy Thanksgiving from Sonya at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks and things looking pretty good on the roadways on a good looking Monday afternoon. No active wrecks and things moving pretty well. Now, of course, if you do see conditions, give me a call 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Alabama, Georgia. 10-5, touchdown Alabama. It's the SEC Championship live from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's get out of here again. Alabama wins. 
wins it. Cheer on the Tide this Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on the Bulldogs. Our coverage starts at noon from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. On your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Cashback is not available. My source kitchen, Mexican food, right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside Pastors Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. Hide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high 50. A freeze tonight. The sky clear. The low 29. And for tomorrow and Wednesday, the sky's sunny both days. The high tomorrow, 52. Wednesday's high at 57 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide 109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. some very creative listeners we're getting some app messages i know we'll take phone calls you know if we're naming the daniel moore print uh i got an app message a couple of minutes ago farmageddon uh like that farmageddon i like that one it's okay, it's okay. uh milrose spark in the trailer park um oh, too long too long yeah probably a little bit but i sure do like it milrose spark in the trailer park uh let's go to steve steve good afternoon you're in the game roll tide to you Roll Tide to you. It's good to hear your voice, Steve. What'd you think? Well, got a lot of thoughts on it. All right, sure. One was, I hate to keep hearing the uh, play referred to as fourth and 31, because it was actually fourth and goal, which is much sure. harder much harder to, to complete because you have a ceiling. You can't throw a 50-yard pass. That's right. It's fourth and goal when you can. So, so that. Another little thing that kind of disappoints me, and I know it wasn't anything intentional, it just came out, but Eli Gold's call of that play, he called it a Hail Mary. That was in no way a Hail Of course, saying a few Hail Marys probably didn't hurt, but that was a specific pass to a specific target that was, it wasn't thrown up, you know, for grabs among five, six, seven, ten players like it usually is on a Hail Mary. Well, I think a lot of us called it a Hail Mary, so if Eli Gold called it that way, um, well, that's, that's a natural call, but it really, you know, it's not the normal Hail Mary. This was a specific pass to a specific player that, you know, had got open somehow or another. I guess what <laughs> is the criteria that I, I don't know, I'm asking, um, what would be the criteria that would make it a Hail Mary? When you just throw it up in the air and just hope one of your players catches it while you've got, you know, three of your receivers and four of their defenders down there. That's my opinion, but okay. I don't know if it's. If it's written, if it's written anywhere or not, and then yeah. the other thing is the you know I thought the ugliest thing was when their player tackled our punter when he was running off the field towards the sideline, tackling him from behind and bounced up and down and on him, trying to intentionally injure him. I don't know how they let that go. 
Yeah, and uh, Stephen Rumsey, uh, as a friend of our program, just sent me a message, and I'm actually looking it up. He said, Hail Mary was named by Roger Staubach, and it was, to Drew Pearson. I closed my eyes and said a Hail Mary as he threw the game-winning uh, two pass to uh, Drew Pearson. I closed my eyes and I said Hail Mary. Um, I, wow, I mean... Doug Flutie's pass was a Hail Mary. Yeah, it was, but... You know, to me, there was no closing eyes for Jalen Milrow. That was confidence. No, was no I mean, he knew what he was doing, and it was a laser. It was a dart that he threw to Isaiah Bond. It was beautiful. I mean, there was there was confidence in that throw. None of yeah, us may have a- believed, but he believed, and his teammates believed. And, you know, that offensive line, who we've criticized quite a bit, they came to play. Um, yeah. But they only had to block two people <laughs> on that well, play. How in the world could Hugh Freeze only rush two people and let him stand back there and have all that much time? You know, that doesn't make any sense at all. I know you've got a lot of other people, you know, ready to get in, so i leave you on this thought right here. Since it was such a bad day anyway, there was an Auburn fan decided he would just come clean and confess something. Okay. They so walked into his bedroom and stood at the end of the bed where his wife was in bed with a sheep under his arm and says, honey, I must admit that I've been having sex with this pig for the last 15 years. And his wife laughed and said, you idiot, that's not a pig. He says, I was talking to the sheep. Roll Tide. Steve, helping us out with some comedy there. Oh, Um, you freak. Absolutely, no doubt. Uh, Man, we're having some fun today. We're celebrating this special moment. And, um, you know, if we're in the playoffs, we're in the playoffs. If we're not, um, let's go beat Georgia. Let's go beat Georgia. How do we do it? We'll ask Barrett Sully next. T-Town, Todd, 100.9, 1230WTBC, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Freedom CBD and Wellness, Tuscaloosa's community choice winner for the best CBD store in Tuscaloosa. Stop by and see them this week for their Thanksgiving sale. They'll be open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Sonia will be closed Thanksgiving Day through the weekend. Y'all don't miss these deals. Up to 50% off. Happy Thanksgiving from Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks and things looking pretty good on the roadways on a good looking Monday afternoon. No active wrecks and things moving pretty well. Now, of course, if you do see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. This is big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Right, we're getting some very creative names. We'll continue taking those on the app, Tide 
100.9. If you open the app, you've got the three drop-down menu there. You can submit us an audio, or you can submit us just simple uh, written words, or you can tweet at us. We're uh, reading those on the air. Phone lines have been completely jammed up. We're going to get to those. Well, Marty in Arkansas, Jumbo here in uh, Tuscaloosa, Tommy and Romulus Biscuit Bruce also here, and uh, we have been slammed with phone calls, and we'll continue to be uh, to be until six o'clock. We'll take your good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by Daniel Moore Art. DanielMoreArt.com. Let's go to CBS Sports, National College Football Analyst. And, uh, you know, look at uh, Channel 84, College Sports Radio, Sirius XM. Barrett Salee. Barrett, I hope you're having a great day. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. I'm doing great. Uh, probably not as great as Alabama fans after Saturday night. But, uh, yeah, I'm having a good day. Yes, it was. It was, um, you know, it was unique the way that that game happened. But uh, just give me your big takeaway from Alabama's performance uh, down in in the Plains or on the Plains. Well, um, you know, it, it felt like Alabama was giving Auburn every chance to take it and Auburn wouldn't oblige. And then Auburn was giving Alabama every chance to take it and it wouldn't oblige either until the final drive. It was, it was kind of a weird game. You know, I, I think that, you know, Alabama had some self-inflicted wounds, obviously. Um, and, you know, and that's going to happen. Uh, Auburn did too. And the fact that Alabama couldn't stop Auburn's rushing attack when they didn't have a threat of the passing game was probably the most surprised. Obviously, I'm the most surprised. But um, in, in a pure football sense, kind of the one thing that, that kind of shocked me a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was it was an instant classic, man. There's always names for all these games, right? Whether it be um, the kick or the kick six or punt band, like whatever. Um, and then now we have, I don't know, what are y'all calling it? Fourth and 31 or fourth and Milro? Um, disaster and in the pasture is leading right now. So What uh, is it? I'm sorry. Disaster in the pasture. Okay. That's, see, you're going negative with Auburn. See, I was gonna, I was thinking more positive with Alabama. Oh, okay, okay. That's, that's okay. I mean, we're, I mean, I'm just taking the names. Um, it it, fourth it and, rhymes. Yeah, fourth and 31 is another one that uh, is, is just generic, but, you know, the guy called in a couple of minutes ago and defined, help me define Hail Mary, okay? Because everybody keeps calling it. There, There's one caller that called in. That wasn't a Hail Mary. Okay. And and I guess I didn't know the proper definition of a Hail Mary. Yeah, so. that was, I mean, he wasn't just, he wasn't just throwing it up there. I mean, right. Isaiah Bond was clearly the target. And he had confidence when he threw that pass. And um, Barrett, have you seen a player, I know he's not perfect, but have you seen a player who has made this type of transformation throughout the season? I mean, we've seen players. I mean, Bo, uh, Bo Nix is, is an example, right? I mean, look at how he's developed as a quarterback. But have you seen a player at a quarterback position who has transformed this much in one season? During the season? During the season. Um, probably not. Um, I was going to – the first one that, thought, that I thought of was you know, Stetson Bennett from walk-on to, like, Heisman Trophy. Yeah, great point. Like, yeah. finalist. Um, but that was really over a two-year span, you know, because I guess that first game in 21 was Clemson in Charlotte, and it was just an awful, awful game. And JT Daniels was still fighting for the job and all that other stuff. Uh, and then he became, you know, great by the end of his career. But that was over a two-year span. I'm trying to wrap my – somebody like Milro who was – I mean, I think we'd all admit. I mean, we're talking about a guy who got benched. Yeah. And who is now has played his way into putting his team in a position to possibly compete for a championship. Um, Yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know. You and I have been around each other a lot. And I remember 
the 2014 Alabama West Virginia game in Atlanta. Yeah, we're all sitting there looking at Jake. Hey, what? Oh my gosh, he can throw it 60 yards. Oh yeah, you and I went down on the field just to just to go down and see it because we had not seen him throw uh, in practice. Yes, yes, I remember both of us going down on the field and watching Coker launch it from there, and we're like, man. And we were like, well, he's going to be the starter, and then Blake Sims come out, but but Blake Sims didn't really suck early. Like he was just good. I mean, he's fine. You know, I mean, there were times where Jalen Milrow, you scratch your head like, dude, what are you doing? So, yeah, I mean, I can't, I'll have to rack my brain a little bit more to think about it, but not like this, not in a, you know, what, 10 game span from being benched to um, having one of the signature moments in college football history. Barrett, when you look at this, this football team two years ago, um, they go down and Ja'Cory Brooks and, John Mechie, certainly Bryce Young, uh, was able to beat Auburn there, didn't have their best game. They turned around and they beat Georgia 41-24 to the following Saturday in the SEC title game in uh, December the 4th of uh, 2021. When you look at this game here, what do you, give me some thoughts on Alabama-Georgia, uh, uh, the way that you see this game unfolding. Yeah, I don't think history can repeat itself like that because obviously two different teams, so many different players um, don't have a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback. And I know Jalen wants it, obviously, after, after his, he uh, said he did. what he said on the field. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said he wants, wants people to give it to him. We got our ballots today. So, uh, but no, I um, uh, I would say it's, it's going to be more challenging, A, because of the quarterback situation. We can say Jalen's been great, and he has. He's not Bryce Young. <laughs> two years ago. I mean, nobody is, right? Um, and and then I just – Alabama doesn't have that group of receivers, right? Like, they just don't have that core. Um, Bond's really good. Obviously, Burton's had his moments. Uh, Nyblack has had his. But, I mean, it's like you look at that receiving core and you're like, dang, how did anybody slow that team down? Especially Auburn that year. Um, you know, so yeah, um, uh, to me, I think for Alabama and another thing for Alabama too, is, you know, you got to stop the run. And, and we talked about this earlier in the segment, like everybody knew what Auburn was doing and, and Alabama really couldn't stop it all that much. That's not good when, when you look at the way Alabama has been running, especially with Kendall Milton lately. So, uh, I think it's more of a challenge than it was two years ago, um, in, in Atlanta, uh, I think right now, but, but I would say uh, Georgia's a better team back in 2021, and even. Do you think they're the same I would quality? Say, but, see, no, I would. Well, I would say better. I, I'd say they were a better defense in 21. That's obvious, right? Um, I would say this offense is significantly better than that one. Um, just Carson Beck's been just money all year long, and now they had not only have Brock healthy. They've developed, you know, Dominic Lovett has been good. Lad McConkey has been awesome when he's healthy. Um, Hughes is a weapon special teams. I, I think you sort of have to look at it and say, okay, it's just different. It's just a different team. Um, and, and, and I don't think – I think the gap between those two teams this year is still bigger than it was two years ago. Sacks allowed. Georgia is number six in the country – and yeah. Getting to the quarterback, Alabama's a top 10 team in the country. When you look at the sack production, who wins that battle? I think it's still 
I think Georgia does. I think Georgia gets. You're talking about uh, just stacks. Yeah, for each, yeah. Well, for just the, I mean, you know, because to me, Carson Beck, you know, you, you got to keep him upright. If you're if you're Georgia, um, the stats speak for itself. I mean, they're in protecting the yeah. quarterback six in the country. I mean, uh, they've given up only this season, the entire season, ten sacks. That's all they've given up. And they've had and they've been banged up too. I mean, Cedric Von Franz Granger's been out for a couple games. Amari Mims missed three or four, I think. That's it's a problem. It's a really big problem for Alabama. Um, and so, I think the biggest thing that Alabama has to worry about is they cannot allow Georgia's offense to just play traditional down and distance football. Because last week against Auburn. The running game was just torching Alabama. But in obvious passing situations, I mean, poor Peyton Thorne had his head spinning. I don't think he got sacked all that much. But, I mean, the pressures were there all the time. Um, Carson Beck will pick you apart in situations like that if you give him time because that offensive line is is really good in pass pro. So uh, it's, it's a problem. And you can flip it around, too, um, with Alabama's offensive line, though. I mean, I thought Alabama's offensive line played its best game against Auburn. And so, I mean, I think sort of we, we talk about the progression of Milrow. I mean, the progression of the offensive line is there. Even um, Caden, it's Parker. not great. I mean, he gave yeah. up no sacks yeah. Saturday. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not great by any. It's good. I mean, it's I wouldn't even say it's good. It's much better than it was before. And that is, it's kind of followed the same path as as Jalen Milrow. Although I don't necessarily think it's a strength, whereas Jalen Milrow is a strength. So Barrett. Just by the tone of your voice, you don't think Alabama's got a shot? I wouldn't say that. Um, I think Alabama's certainly going to have a shot in the fourth quarter. Um, I just, to me, it would take Georgia making some very uncharacteristic mistakes. And not many, like one or two. Uh, but I think that, that Georgia team is an absolute machine. Whereas still, for Alabama, there aren't many games where you just see them absolutely terrorize an opponent, right? They have, it's happened, but it's, there, there always seems to be something you kind of look at and say, okay, something's not right. And I think because of that, it's just going to be hard for them to get, to, to get past the Georgia team. That's just doing everything right, right now. If Alabama wins, do you think they've got a case for the college football playoffs? Um, it depends on what else happens. Um, it's a it's a rough case, but I think you know you'd have to have the situation where Texas is the clear cut number two. I'm sorry, number three, uh, or Texas loses. If Texas loses, then yeah, the path's there. If Texas wins, they have to be the number three team in the country. Um, and I'm not even sure you can create a way for that to happen right now. Um, and uh, with the exception of like obviously. Florida State, Louisville, Louisville winning, but Iowa beating Michigan might have to happen. Um, they have a Texas problem, and it's not going away. Barrett, uh, Mike Elko, uh, out announced out of Texas A&M. Uh, grade the hire from Ross Bajork. Uh I gave it a B-plus on my carousel uh, thing that we got going on at, at CBS. Um, I think he's the right guy, right? Like I, From a personality standpoint, right? He's a you said that structure, a few weeks ago. They, they didn't need a flash. Yeah. Just need a guy. They, that... Structure, organizational skills, discipline, all that stuff. 
perfect, perfect hire. And had the Mark Stoops thing not happened Saturday night, I would have given it an A minus. But Elko, they're the same guy, but Stoops has way had way more success. So um, I think we'll see what he does um, in terms of, of the SEC and a much different SEC next year. Uh, but in terms of what Texas A and M needs, he's that kind of guy, and I'm I'm encouraged that Ross Bjork found a way to to ensure that the decision makers don't want to go out and win the press conference and make the flash higher. And they need to go get the right guy. And I'm not saying he's the perfect guy, but of the of the of the coaches out there, he fits the mold of what they should have gone gone and got. Baron Sully, CBSSports.com, SiriusXM, College Sports Radio, Channel 84. Barrett, uh, always appreciate your time. I'll see you in Atlanta on Saturday. See you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Baron Sully helping us out there. We'll continue for uh, the game. We'll take more of your phone calls. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The Birmingham Race Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, Tuscaloosa's high 50. A freeze tonight, the sky clear, the low 29. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the sky's sunny both days. The high tomorrow, 52. Wednesday's high at 57 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 50 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Down the pylon. Touchdown, Alabama. On Tide 100.9. All right, let's go 205-342-9904. We got Marty Houston coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We're uh, taking a big time to react. Let's go to Marty, Arkansas. Marty, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ron, you, what a win. What a win. Ryan, those refs, the refs and everybody's against Alabama, and I've been telling you that. It's the committee, it's the Northerners, it's, it's, it's the refs, everybody's against us. I mean, we should have had that game 21 to nothing or 28 to nothing and the crowd out of it. But when they tied it up 7-7, the crowd was in it and they had the energy. It took us forever. They had more energy with that crowd than we did. And that's why they were able to run the football. It was just, they were, but the refs cheated us so bad that we had to overcome the the, the stripes and, and, and the bad calls. Well, but Marty, we I, I don't want to break any breaking news here, but if you think that was bad, just wait till Saturday. You're going to have to go oh, over and you're game, going, every game, yeah, but you're going to have to bad. beat Georgia and you're going to have to beat them by a comfortable margin. And they know that. Um, oh, they know that. But um, we should have, you know, it, and and running in the punter didn't call that. I mean, come on. That, those refs hadn't, I, I, I don't want to talk about it. But my good, uh, Paul and Lincoln needs to put, start making some shirts. 36, uh, 
fourth and thirty-six TD. Since they wore those punk Bama punch shirts around, you know, I remember that game. But no, I'd rather do this and make them cry going out of the stadium like that. Like I said, they thought they had it won. But when we were first and down there at the seven-yard line, I told my buddy, I hope we can run this in and take a lot of time off the clock where we don't let them go back down and do it. But then that guy claps his hands, and they don't call it. I mean, you know, I don't know what those refs were looking I know what they're looking at. They're looking at, we we, we got to make sure Alabama loses. Alabama loses because everybody thinks Alabama is so bad. But, Ron, the guy was the good to win. The ugly was the referees. And the bad was our penalties. We can't have, we every time we score a touchdown in the Georgia game, we cannot have it called back. And we can't kick field goal. We get in the red zone, we got to take it on in. Okay. You there? Yeah, I'm. I'm listening to you. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't no, understand. But, no, I mean, but, I, I but, but Ryan, I tell you what, over here, like this morning, boy, those fans don't like Eric Chip. They're ready to fire the ADN Pittman because they they mad that he's letting them stay. And whew, God, it's it's getting bad up here on the race. <laughs> well, but I was happy. My, my friends, all my friends. Hey, Ryan, I got so up. I was up mad on on that they were going to ask me to leave, but the guy said, man, he likes Alabama. He bleeds the elephants from that, so you got to let him stay. Hey, when they hit, when they, they, when, when they were turning 36, I said, this is going to be just like the Georgia. I told Zach, Zach, this is going to be like the Georgia game to Dante Smith, but it's going to be another receiver. Boom, we got it. And I run out of there happier than a lark. And they said, there he goes. He's going to be happy all day. He won't ever get back home. But Ryan, Anytime you beat Auburn and Tennessee in the same year, there's nothing better. Nothing better for me. Any, well, I don't live in the state, but I for Thanksgiving I could talk smack to my Tennessee fans. So that was happy. Marty, I so, appreciate you. The right, good, give me the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is that we got the win. The ugly was the referees. The bad was the penalties, taking points off the board. Yeah, and we, we kind of slipped back into a funk, right? I mean, all those things that we thought we'd kind of work beyond, uh, they kind of creep well, back in there. Maybe well, we're driving yeah. out of our system. Well, I think some of it was refereeing, too, so I don't know. You know, but like when Melrose ran to the right, that guy didn't have to bondside that guy, but I don't know if he did or not. That's You know, there's where sometimes I think the refs just don't let Alabama play football. They want us to play flag football and call every penalty on us. But, Ryan, you got other callers, I know, and it's going to be a great day to listen to this. And let's carry it on until Thursday. On Friday, we get ready for Georgia and and send them back down. To, let them, they won't have to get a bus because we'll beat them so bad. They'll just All their fans will be just be walking back to Athens. Got it. Thanks, Marty. Yeah. Have a good day, Ryan. Right back to you, Marty, Arkansas. Always fun to bit of visit with him. We'll talk to Martin Houston coming up in just a couple of minutes, and then we'll go right back to the phone calls. We'll get Biscuit Bruce, Tommy and Romulus, Josh and Georgia, Jumbo, all of you guys, and I didn't do that in order. Uh, we'll take those in the order that those were received. We'll do that coming up in a couple of minutes. Martin Houston joins us next. T-Town Tide, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hey, Crimson Tide fans, if you have an automobile... 
WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Nick Cope. News in the NFL. The Panthers have fired coach Frank Reich during his first year on the job as Carolina has started the season 1-10. Special teams coordinator Chris Tabor will be the interim coach and senior assistant Jim Caldwell will serve as a special advisor to offensive coordinator Thomas Brown. Also reports say that quarterbacks coach Josh McCown and running backs coach Deuce Staley were also fired. NFL media reports that those firings were made by Tabor and Caldwell well. Reports say Vikings receiver Justin Jefferson will not play tonight against the Bears, but he is expected to return from his hamstring injury after their upcoming bye week. And Buccaneers coach Todd Bowles said the MRI on quarterback Baker Mayfield's ankle came back negative. In college basketball, Purdue is the AP's new number one team in the nation after winning last week's Maui Invitational. Arizona second, Marquette third. Crimson Tide Sports. Uh, we're going to go to Martin Houston coming up here in just a couple of seconds. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325 Scotland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Uh, we're going to take your phone calls here coming up in a couple of minutes, and we're going to get to those. Martin Houston, 1992 national champion winning fullback at the University of Alabama. Uh, Martin, I hope you're doing well. Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa. Doing well, man. Glad to be in with you. Uh, Martin, uh, big win for the University of Alabama. What did you think? Alabama won the game. I turned it off with about 50 seconds to go. What happened? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I know you were celebrating 34th uh, anniversary, by the way. Happy anniversary to you and Miss Cassandra. But, uh, uh, yeah. Lucky you were down at the beach. Were you down at the beach? I was. I was. I was down at the beach having a great time and, um, I appreciate them uh, adding a little excitement to the. Now, to, now, now, your your wife my, is like my wife. She can take football, but she could also like never watch it too. So, how did you pull that off? Well, well, you know, it's kind of one of those things, Ryan. I got married on Thanksgiving Day, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, um, and you know that was like the Thursday before we went down to Auburn and got beat as the number two team in the nation. Uh, so that's kind of just part of our marriage that I'm going to watch the Iron Bowl. <laughs> but, um, but she, she, you know, she, she now watches more football. Now I would tell you that she watches more Georgia football now than she does Alabama, I think, because she's looking to see our daughter on sure. the field. Sure. Uh, on, t- on TV. But, uh, so is this like a divided household for you guys? I mean, this weekend? I mean, a little bit? 
I love my daughter, but uh, roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> I told her. <laughs> my wife, my wife is all in on supporting her child. And I was sure. like, baby, when you got married, it's supposed to be like we're one. You can't be choosing to support your child over me. She's like, go dogs. <laughs> She's all in on the, on the Georgia Bulldogs from a supporting her child standpoint. Uh, but uh, I'm all in with the tide, man. So hopefully I told my daughter, I said, listen, I hope you get to maybe even be part of a national championship, just not this year. <laughs> I, said, I said, I can deal with Georgia winning three out of four or something. I said, I can't deal with them winning three in a row. I'm sorry, baby. I'm going to have to pull against you. <laughs> so, Martin, let's go back to this, this Iron Bowl. Um, I know we do the good, the bad, and the ugly. You guys do it as well. Um in the mornings, uh, what was your good? What was your bad? What was your ugly? When you look at this game, I mean, it, I mean, there was a yeah. lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes, a lot of ugly. A lot, I mean, this was not a great performance by Alabama. I mean, Auburn played their best, and Alabama played probably, you know, sloppy football game. Yeah, we 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 didn't get to get into it as much today as we normally do. It was just so much, but you know, Ryan, from from a good standpoint, you had to just simply start with we got the win. Okay, we got the win. Um, you know, uh, the, the other part of that that I think uh, was good was regardless, Ryan, I think it, these these guys do build more confidence in the craziness of that game. You got away with not playing your best, but. And so this, this team, without a doubt, has been absolutely uh, amazing. The. Uh, the the bad could be a couple things. Officiating um, could be one. Our coaches and uh, their apparent preparation for this game uh, could be bad uh, because it seems like we went back to what we were doing pre-Tennessee second half. Um, we made all of the same mistakes in this game, Ryan, that we made uh, we had touchdowns taken off the board, bad snap. Um, we had run the ball up the middle on first down. We had Jalen Miro hesitant to run. Um, it's just we had a lot of similar mistakes that we had made earlier. So that would be the the bad, the the ugly. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could could have made the officials the ugly. Uh, even though I think Auburn physically whooped our butt in the trenches after the punt, um, the 16-yard the punt, that was one of the bads, too, the 16-yard punt. But after that fact, the um, the guy – are we still there? Did I lose you? Yeah, no, I'm here, Martin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. The, um, the other side of that ugly run – was it when they just decided that, that they just weren't going to give us any more calls? Um, and, you know, the, the, the Burton toe, the, you can have three guys in motion run, but you can't have guys start at different times. That, that fourth and two, nobody's talked about that. You can't, if one guy's in motion, 
two other guys can't start in motion unless they get reset. No, absolutely. Well, but but Mark, right. there was so much that was missed in that game. I'm just convinced when you look at this officiating crew, Greg Sankey should be embarrassed of the product that he puts on the field every single week. Every single week, I feel like on a Monday, we come back here and talk about these bad calls. And I, I don't think it's any different if you went to Baton Rouge. or if you. It's just, it's not a great product when you talk about the officiating. It, it's not consistent. Um, half the time, I, I just don't feel like that we do. Our conference is a great conference. When it comes to officiating, I as a as a fan, I demand more. We need better officiating. It's not quality. Uh, and, and totally agree. And there were missed calls on both sides right. in this one. Oh, sure. But ultimately, but ultimately, this this is the same Tennessee crew as what I was told. Yeah, it was. No, Jason uh, Altree. And and, and 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 they are horrible. So that that's the that's the good, the bad, the ugly, uh, Ryan. Um, but of course, the good. I, I skipped it. Overall, but that last play was—I don't know if you have a category for it. Yeah, and w- when you look at this, I mean, you know, we we're talking about hell Mary a couple of minutes ago, and I didn't realize all the definition. I mean, certainly I know what a hell Mary is, but uh, you know, what what defines it? Steve called up and corrected us and said, "Hey, that's not a hell Mary," because we were we were doing. No, it's not. Yeah, and so because. Jalen Milrow knew exactly where he was going. I mean, the confidence that he had, uh, Roger Staubach closed his eyes and threw the Hail Mary to Drew Pearson. Jalen Milrow, yeah. he knew where he was going. Well, and the other part, that, that was a play. That I mean, they ran route. Um, so that, that, that also makes it not a Hail Mary. Hail Mary is you literally throw it up uh, into a pile of guys and pray your guy comes down with it. Um, you're not throwing it to a certain spot. You're just trying to get it into the end zone or close enough. If your guy catches, they can go over. And that's what I told some. I've, I've, I've had you know you and I in two separate parts of the state within 30 seconds to a minute of each other posted. Hey, what's the official name for this play? Which is just crazy to think about. But the the, the that was a play, Ron. They literally. Didn't we didn't bunch all our guys up and say all y'all run round run down to the goal line and try we we had the whole field spread out um, and one of them ran around and 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 he knew that he was going to break to that corner and he read that he had um, single coverage and, and that that's what made that play work. Ryan is the fact. That we made Auburn, even though they didn't rush with two people and they spied the quarterback, uh, but he was he dropped off. The other eight guys had to play coverage, and I think they were like, "Do we play man? Do we play zone?" You know, uh, and that was that that was a brilliant design play and executed to perfection. And now I think they were crazy for not rushing more than two guys and leaving the middle of the quarterback vision open uh but they did and um to me prevent defense prevents you from winning and we appreciate it they called the play according to isaiah bond you're a former player so all this terminology may or may not make sense but they called it grave digger is what isaiah bond said that the name of that play do you buy that 
<laughs> well, I guess so. Uh, and it kind of makes sense because if you complete it, you just bury the other team. Sure. All of their hopes, all of their dreams. Great <laughs> I mean, digger. I mean, I love it. Uh, the, the, the name totally makes sense if you execute on it. You know, because if you're throwing that play, it means that you're desperate and you're going to be dead after the play. And if you execute on it, the other guy is. Uh, and so, because just as much as we're elated, Ryan, another six inches and we're all crying and oh, boohooing yeah. and, you know, um, and, 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 and talking. Now, now I'm still talking about this team. I, I, I'm still disappointed with what I saw on Saturday. All right. Um, go, go to the rushing that they gave up. And what did they do incorrectly that allowed them? I mean, you're a former running back. Um I mean, Auburn gashed us for 244 yards rushing. What did they do that gave us so many issues? Or what did we not do to prevent them? Well, I, I think that they just – when I when, when I played, we didn't have big, powerful guys, Ryan, you know, on our offensive line. But we did a great job of zone blocking and getting, in, getting the right angles and cutting guys off. Um, and, and so – Auburn didn't try to blow us off the ball like, oh, we're going to drive you 10 yards back. What they wanted to do was get one step and turn your shoulder, you know. Um, and, and and you go back and look at when they pulled, the, the guard got through clean um, because they were cutting our guys off. Uh, where, where guys have rush lanes and rush responsibilities, we didn't, we didn't always – hit where we were supposed to hit uh, in terms of that. So I think part of the the biggest problem was that that Auburn executed, and then, Ryan, like it, love it, or hate it, the, the narrative ended up being true once again was we had a quarterback that could run the ball, and that extra runner really gave us fit. That extra blocker gave us fit. Uh, in terms of when they double-teamed and when they, uh, you know, uh, pulled it. And we, I think we were so focused on stopping the running back. I mean, the quarterback that we stopped, we didn't stop the running back. That's a good point. I mean, they were able to have a lot of success. All right, Martin, we sent you behind enemy lines a couple of weeks ago to do some <laughs> scouting for us. What do you think this game comes down to? Alabama, Georgia, you were over in Athens a couple of weeks ago. Well, Ryan, I, I, ironically, Hugh Freeze may have may have just helped whichever team wins win the game. Okay, think about this for a second. I, I briefly hit on it this morning. When you look at Georgia, they they got gashed the same way we did. Okay. Auburn had 219 yards rushing on them. And they had to win on a great fourth uh, fourth quarter drive where, I don't know if you have seen this catch by Brock Bowers, Ryan. He was running down the field, away from the ball, and he caught the ball almost as the ball was coming, even with him. He just stuck his hand up and caught it, like, like just stopped it as it was going through his hand. So... Great play. What Hugh Freeze did to us, Ron, in that game is he used his wide receivers 
okay, to mix us up, right? He did. I mean, he we did. had more busted coverages. Than, we look like Texas. We had busted coverages. Once again, it shows if a coach, offensive-minded coach, has time to prepare for Alabama's defense because we refuse to change how we do things, they can come up with something. Tennessee last year, Texas this year, Hugh Freeze this year. Well, Hugh Freeze has played against our offense win when he played against Georgia, right? He did, yeah. And, and, and he had 219 against Georgia, and he did the same thing against us in the run game, and then he confused our DBs in the pass game. The question becomes, can we duplicate what Auburn did in the run game because we have a better version of Auburn's quarterback in run game? Or can Auburn, I mean, can Georgia duplicate what Auburn did to us in the past game. Both of those work on the Saban defense. The The question is, which one's going to execute the best? I think that Alabama has a chance because we have a Jalen Milrow, and we have what gives this defense the biggest problems. For the first time in a long time, right, we have the ability to create the problem. Absolutely. That has been, has been our problem. The other side of that is, Beck and those wide receivers and that tight end also have the ability to cause the problem that also hurts this defense in our last few losses, LSU, Texas, Tennessee. Um, so which one of those is going to execute? And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Beck's arm versus Miro's legs and passing off of that. You know, and, and this line has went up. I mean, it opened up three to four, depends on which sports book. I mean, it's up to six point six and a half in some places. Um, I like this role because, you know, I was listening to both press conferences today, Kirby and, and Nick Saban, and, you know, Nick was talking about how many times they've won in a row and how Georgia's the king and all this. And then, you know, Georgia flips it around. Kirby's like, but it, there's nobody playing better football than Alabama right now. And, and because they want that role, right? I mean, they want to be able to tell their team, hey, uh, you know, the world doubts you. The world doubts you. I and mean, what it'll take for Georgia, um, you know, it's a, the spread has moved. I'm seeing it right now at six and a half in several spots out there. The more that line goes up, the more I like Alabama. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, at this point, you don't need motivation to play in a game like this as a player, Ryan. So that's not what they're doing. You, you, people are like, you don't need motivation. These coaches, know, they don't have to motivate these guys to show up. But they're trying to create an edge. When, when two teams are evenly matched, like literally you can go, okay, based on your style, would determine which quarterback you take. Running back, even. Offensive line, Georgia may have a slightly better left tackle, but I think we have a better, you know, guard combo. Um, tight end, clearly them. Wide receivers, I think our wide receiver group has grown up and is better, but barely. So, Offense is a wash. Defense, same. You do it position by position. It's even. It's even. It's even. So how do you create an edge? You create an edge by giving your team something that, hey, people are doubting you. 
uh, people are questioning you. And what that makes you do is put more time into the prep, preparation, and the reps to prove them wrong before Saturday. Saturday is too late. But right now, Coach Saban loves the fact that, hey, guys, nobody thinks you guys can win. Well, Kirby's trying to figure out right now, and he's trying to say the same thing. So you're absolutely right. Both of them are going to try to find a way to make themselves the underdog, regardless of whether they are or not. At the end of the day, uh, I know you'll save the prediction, but you think Alabama, if they win, do you think um, they could be in the college football playoffs? I mean, do you like the pathway? I mean, no doubt there's a pathway there, but. Uh... You know, my, my heart hurts in both sides here, Ryan. If Georgia wins, of course they're in. If Georgia loses, Georgia should be in. Um, and, and Alabama should be in. Um, when you've clearly dominated college football for three years, um, and then the only team beats you is is the team that that you had to dethrone to become the dominant team. Um, how how can a team? I, 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 it, it, it tickles me that that Oregon is going to win, Ryan, Saturday probably. But now they're considered better because they won at the end of the season, right? That's the only reason you're saying they're better, right? Because they, if head-to-head matters, they both went one and one. Sure. No, no, no. I'm okay. Not. But why are they saying that? Why are you automatically going to give them the, the, the weight? You have to give it to them either because it's later in the season, so they're playing better at the end of the season, or you have to say because it's a championship and the championship matters. Well, in that case, Alabama should get some street cred for that we're playing better than we were at the beginning of the year. That's right. No, I agree. Right. I mean, we've watched but, this but they're not gonna, up. I mean, amazing. Yeah. And, and, but they're not going to say that because if they say that out loud, then that, that, that hurts. I think Alabama gets in if they, they win, um, Ryan, because uh, tomorrow night what I'm, hope, what I'm looking to see, is it possible that Oregon actually jumps over Florida State tomorrow? Could Oregon be the number four team tomorrow? Because they love Oregon. I mean, they absolutely love Oregon. There is, and they, no they, doubt. They were number, they were number five, Ryan, with no wins over ranked teams. They beat a ranked team the other night. Florida struggled. Florida State struggled. And everybody said, "Well, they had to back up." Well, so did the five and sixteen. You just beat a five and sixteen because they bonehead played down the stretch. With their backup quarterback, so so that's a wash, and so I, I look at it from the standpoint. I think Alabama gets in um, with, with enough chaos. I, I would not be surprised if both get in uh, if we win, um, and I do think we can win this game. I think I do, that too. I do as well. Alabama has has here's 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 what someone told me. They said Georgia has the advantage in coaching. And the games that you guys have lost have been not when you didn't have the talent. It's been when you've been outcoached. Tennessee, we got outcoached last year. LSU, we got outcoached last year. Um, Texas, we got outcoached this year. Ryan, can we outcoach Kirby Smart and his staff? Can, can Tommy Reese call a, a, Jalen Milrow-centric 
can can that reaction you saw from Saban, can we come out of the gate with that? Did you see him when Jalen didn't run the ball? I guess no. I did you I don't guess right. He was on the sideline and he said, Take off Oh, we did. And like I like like, like just like just just shook when he said it. Please. And I'm like please run. tell him that tell him that up front. Tell him that up front. Don't tell him to save it. Well, Don't you tell him can to tell, wait. You, you can tell they've got him confused with some of the, the yeah. plays where he went beyond the line of scrimmage. It's it's almost like they want him to do this, but it make him feel comfortable the game plan. Please. Yes. Don't. Yeah, and, and, and so if we do that, Ryan, if we do that, and I, I, if we do that offensively, if Tommy Reese can pull that off, then, then we're we're in a dog fight, literally, because I think Kevin Steele can coach against a pro style offense as good as anybody. I think it's the it's the non traditional think out of the box like Texas and uh, Sarkeesian did. I don't know if Georgia has that in Mike Bobo. Um, but if if the coaches show up with the game plan and they both look like they were preparing for each other versus for Auburn and Georgia Tech Saturday. So <laughs> we'll figure it out uh, come Saturday. But I think the Tide can win. Martin Houston, every And I think they'll be in. Every morning, 6 a.m. Martin, tell me about Alabama 1. Alabama 1, uh, man, it is definitely the place you need to go. We want to thank all the great people that came out and partnered with us on last Wednesday for the uh, Black Wednesday sale, 6 for 6 CD, that's passed, but we still have great CD rates right now. If you're an individual, you can get 5.3 on our standard CD, 5.51 on our jumbo CD, which is 250000 and up, and our business uh, organizational rate is 5.72 on a 12-month CD. We have great rates uh on each other, all the other terms, six months and 18, but that's our best rate right now. Stop by one of our branches and our team members will help you or go online. You can apply online, fill it out online, fund it and everything. And we appreciate you. Alabama1.org. That's Alabama1, one, one together. What's your one? Martin Houston, morning, 6 a.m. right here on Tide 100.9. Martin, thank you again. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Roll Tide. Hey, Martin, Martin. Martin, yo, did yes. I see, did I see you with a salad today at Southern Ale House? <laughs> you did. It hit me. I got I got to my car. Okay, I got to my car, and it it literally hit me because Martin and I didn't eat together, but we ate at the same place. And I, I circled back to his table, and I look over, and I said, "It hit me." And I got to the car, and I said, "Did Martin Houston have a salad in front of him?" Uh, well, well, Ryan, but the part you hadn't seen was I had ate a bunch of Dixie fries before uh, you came over. Okay, okay. Had to offset, man. Yeah. Had to offset. Yeah, yeah. I had a business <laughs> luncheon over in the other side of the thing. So, uh, hey, appreciate you as always. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, man. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Martin Houston helping us out. We're going right back to phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Always live, always local, dependable news coverage, the latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. 
The Chamber of Commerce of West Alabama is once again incentivizing Tuscaloosa to shop local with the week-long scavenger hunt with a huge grand prize on the line. According to ABC 3340 and Town Square Media Tuscaloosa Chief Meteorologist James Spann, a freeze is likely across all of North and Central Alabama tonight with lows in the 25 to 32 degree range early tomorrow. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama sports updates. And severe weather information, download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app. Never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news updates. Freedom CBD and Wellness, Tuscaloosa's community choice winner for the best CBD store in Tuscaloosa. Stop by and see them this week for their Thanksgiving sale. They'll be open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Sonya will be closed Thanksgiving Day through the weekend. Y'all don't miss these deals. Up to 50% off. Happy Thanksgiving from Sonya at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks and things looking pretty good on the roadways on a good looking Monday afternoon. No active wrecks and things moving pretty well. Now, of course, if you do see conditions, give me a call 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, Tuscaloosa's high 50, a freeze tonight, the sky clear, the low 29. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the sky's sunny both days, the high tomorrow 52, Wednesday's high at 57 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome you right back into the game. Let's go 205-342-9904. Jumbo, then Tommy and Romulus, Biscuit Bruce. You know, Jared in Dallas sent me a Tony Dorsett autographed football. I mean, should it, should I put him in front of the line? I mean, no, I don't do like it, to show do bias it. here. Favoritism, favoritism. I mean, but you send me an autographed football of my favorite team with one of my childhood, uh, uh, I don't know, man. That's that's tough. Um, Shame. I mean, should I do Shame. it? I mean, would you think the people would be mad if I did it? Uh, they might be a little bit, but someone would be really happy. But, I mean, we got people that's been waiting uh, a long, long time. All right. You know, I'm just going to be like an – I'm going to be like a bug. I'm going I'm to have – I'm going to have no integrity here. Jared in Dallas, Texas, you're going to jump over, and I promise, Jumbo, I'm going to get you here in a second. Jared in – man, I walked in to this present. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that – that deserves only, a little favoritism. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'll only take a second because I know people have been waiting forever to get on. But my, my wife, so I have a lot of stuff like that, full disclosure. My wife walked in with that from one of her clients or trades the other day, and she had, she didn't even know who Tony Dorsett is. And she handed me, she goes, I think I'm just going to give this to somebody. I said, no, no, 
I said, I got, I've got a place for that to go. She goes, huh. really? And I, and I said, I said, I said, you know, my, my guys on, she goes, your radio friend. I said, yeah, my radio friend. I have a radio friend who would, I think would really like this. I said, I got to get it in the box to him. So I'm just glad it made it and you got it, man. I thought, I thought you might get a kick. Okay. Out so, so Jared, let me say this. Okay. No doubt I'm happy. Okay. I'm super pumped for it because I'm a Dallas Cowboy. Okay. If you knew what my wife did during the Iron Bowl, you would be, okay, I, it, it got me, it's going to get me a little bit of doghouse, okay? Because my wife went through all of my collectibles throughout the, the weekend. She organized them. She even moved, moved a few of these things because I save like newspaper articles. Like when Alabama wins a national title, I go down and I'll buy four or five copies. Uh, I guess it's no more, but, you know, like the actual hard paper copy, right? And I save them. Nick Saban hired. I've got the big print, you know, like of, of the newspaper with him being hired. All right. these champions. I save programs and I save stuff like it's not a, you know, it, it's mementos. It's just things that, you know, programs from the SEC title game this weekend. I mean, things like that. So my wife went through this and she goes, Ryan, you've collected just a bunch of just stuff that's just worthless. This is obviously not worthless, but when I walk in today, she's going to say this is a losing battle. It's a losing battle because I have, you know, a few people that will hand me stuff and, and you know, people will pass away and they'll be like, hey, this is cool. You want it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, uh, I'm going to walk in with that football and she's just going to be like another one. I mean, because she literally hey. just organized. I mean, she spent probably six or seven hours organizing all of my autographed footballs and baseballs and photos and all these different things, and she's going to be. So you're going to get me in a little yeah. bit of trouble, but I don't mind, Jared. Not at all. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the kind well, gesture. Hey, Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, when somebody signs something and they can put HOF on it. Absolutely. It it, yes. It, 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 it gets the spot. And, and for you know, all the crap I take in Tuscaloosa for being a Dallas Cowboy guy. <laughs> I mean. Uh-huh. He's a pretty good guy, too, actually. He works out of my gym, and he did. He doesn't very much anymore. But I used to see him up there, and he's a very nice, friendly guy, believe it or not. So that makes it even better. He's Absolutely. a pretty good dude. All right. Jared, what you right, think? Man, well, I'm glad you got it. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, I love and I love Saturday. I guess the I'll start with the ugly. The ugly is just that place. That Just that place. That, this place is just ugly. Everything about it's ugly. And then the bad was what, kind of what the defense did. The good was we ripped their beating heart out of them and showed it to them. Unbelievable. So that's yeah. my, my and, ugly bad. And let here. those Auburn yeah. tears flow. Let them flow. Let them flow. Uh, Thanks uh, again, Jared. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your day, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yep, appreciate it. No doubt. Uh, my Dallas Cowboy, Tony Dursett. Uh Jumbo will be back on track. Tommy and Romulus, Biscuit, Bruce, jo Josh in Georgia. Free the rest of the way home. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is sponsored by DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. The bad and the ugly is sponsored by those Auburn Tears. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Freedom CBD and Wellness, Tuscaloosa's Community Choice winner for the best CBD store in Tuscaloosa. Stop by and see them this week for their Thanksgiving sale. They'll be open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Sonia will be closed Thanksgiving Day through the weekend. Y'all don't miss these deals. Up to 50% off. Happy Thanksgiving from Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store.
ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks and things looking pretty good on the roadways on a good looking Monday afternoon. No active wrecks and things moving pretty well. Now, of course, if you do see conditions, give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business. Crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available. The CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardenconst.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardenconst.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication i-beam installation brian harden construction every friday made possible by brian harden construction toyota.com a huge part of our show we are powered by those guys every single day the service department always great the new inventory side all those new toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty and right now we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years camrys corollas rav4s highlanders forerunners tundras tacomas also the pre-owned inventory most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. You know, sometimes you and I talk about sports, and I've never seen a James Bond movie. Is this? this no, this is not no. the thing. Will you play the theme song for I mean, for, for Isaiah Bond? Yeah. I mean, I, I know what the, the music sounds like. I, I didn't know if this was like another the part Bond of the theme song. Yeah, this is that Rocky thing. Yeah, right? Rocky. We punched Ooh. them out, knock them in the mouth. Yeah. Let's go to Jumbo. Jumbo, and then we'll go to Tommy and Romulus. Jumbo, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide. Hey, Rod. Hey, um. I want to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma for a second. There's a young man out there who I raised. I love him very much. He's the biggest Alabama fan in Oklahoma, and he's carrying the flag out there for him, and that's my son. He's listening to the show right now. All right. All right. Roll Tide. Ben. Ben's his name. Uh, Roll Tide, Ben. Roll Tide. Yeah, I got, I got a little emotion there. Sorry. You, um, you raised him the right way. He, he's a good man. He's uh, he loves his family. He takes care of them. He works hard. He's he's got a few medical issues, and I won't go into that. But God bless him. He's doing the best he can, and he's still working hard. And Dad, I love you, son. Well, Jumbo, how'd you watch a game on Saturday? Well, I kind of got cold feet there a little bit, and I thought we was going to lose it. But uh, you know, you guys are coming up with all these names, and I think it should be Milrose. Savings bond. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, I don't think Barrett Salee liked my disaster in the pasture. Oh, that's all right, too. I mean, you know, they're good ones. They're supposed to throw out some good stuff, but 
Milrose Savings Bond. I, I thought that was I, I like that. I like that. Milrose okay. Savings Bond. And then somebody else's uh, bond. And then someone else is like Millie Throw or Mill Throw. I'm trying to think. Uh-huh. Milfrow is bad. I, oh, why? Is, I mean, I, it's too like it's Milrow, Milfrow. It's just it's too okay. clever. Yeah, okay. It's just too much. Well, you know, it, it, it was a good ball game, but I, I did. I got cold feet, and I know you got the text, and I was saying I just I was just disgusted. I was like, good lord, we left seventeen to twenty one points off the field with penalties. Um, the referees were calling them bad on both sides, and y'all, you got to admit there were some plays there we we got offered and they didn't call and. Of course, there were some that got us. They didn't call, but well, the snap, the, the bad snap. I can't believe. Oh my that god, that was awful. Jason Autry's crew cannot catch that. I mean, you're in the fourth quarter. It's not the only time that they've done that. Some of those snaps were on those guys. I mean, listen, yeah. we've had problems with snaps all year, but they knew that, and they knew that that was going to be a weakness. But yep. I just love it that Auburn tried to do the wet the field. And it ended up costing them a national, or excuse me, end up costing national title. They couldn't sniff a national title, uh, but you know what I mean. I mean, like losing the Iron Bowl in that wet mud. I like it. Well, I think it's funny they were rolling Tuber corner before the ball game's over. That shows you how stupid they really are down there. But seeing all the tears, and I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, when the ball game was over, or when they scored, I cried. So my wife was like, "What? What's wrong?" I said, "Just let me be. Let me be." So, I mean, I, I hate losing Auburn. Uh, that's one game that's dear to my heart every year, and you know how bad I hate Auburn. Um, I hate them as bad as I hate Hillcrest, but Hillcrest lost that Friday night. Yeah, way to go, Sarah Land. So, um, Jumbo. It, hey, I'm a county high man. Okay. Sorry. Get em. It, it was a great ball game. I mean, but but here's, 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 a, here's something. Let me ask you this, and then I'll get out of here. Was it a great throw or a great catch, or was it both? All of the above. Okay. I'll buy that. I didn't know which one to use as a good. I was going to use one of those as a good, but since they're both good. So <clears throat> I think you know what my ugly is going to be is, right. is the officiating. I think that was all. Disaster. Um, one of the worst officiating games I can remember. Do Here's another question to throw you. Do the coaches – have any say-so with the officiating in the SEC? No. SEC coaches, do they have any uh, say-so? Zero. They don't have any? No. So that's all on the commissioner? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Shame it's, on I'm sure, yeah, it's a committee that comes up with, I'm, I don't know how they do the assignments. Like, you know, David Smith is a well-known official in the Southeastern Conference. Well, he can't call Alabama games. You know why? Because he's an Alabama guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I understand that. So you have a certain allegiance, but I don't know. I'd like to. I'd like to know more about you know this Jason Altry guy. You know, does did his wife go to Auburn? Does I mean, did it is? I mean, his brother-in-law go to Auburn? I mean, is, did, is are they a George? I don't know. I mean, I. I mean, I just say that. You know that there's. You're, you're starting to say this no longer a coincidence. It's a pattern. Right? Right. Well, I, I still think that the officials... And, and, and you know, should, I know you last year I put up a video of that Tennessee play where he yeah. was doing the fist pump. after yeah. I watched him on yeah. Saturday. He didn't have that. He didn't nope. have the fist pump. So either he changed his mannerisms or those mannerisms are not correct 
in calling the correct way to, to call a touchdown. So, because right. uh, I watched him, I was like, okay, this is that same crew. Let's see what he does. Um, I think well, there's, I'm, some, I'm, there's some bias. Now, there's no way to eliminate true human bias, but you try to guard against as much as you possibly can. But I think you owe it to the players and the coaches that play this game. They sacrifice their body. They sacrifice careers. Um, we owe it to them. You know, we talk about student athlete rights all the time. Call the game the right way. Call it consistent. You don't have to get everything, but call it consistent. Can that crew look themselves in the face and go, we called that one the best way? They go back and look at the game and say, but here, here's. I mean, like that play that we got called back on the crackback block. Yeah. I mean. That was, was that last play or the week before last or the LSU game or what? No, it was, it was an Auburn game. I mean, you want to. Yeah, I might have missed that. So yeah, I mean, you want to go put a dress on them? I mean, you, you want to have this contact sport? You want to put flags on them where we can just pull flags? I mean, it's football. It's football. Right. I still say that the officials after the game should be put in front of the sports writers and have, you know, they should have a post game. You nailed it right there. They should have a post game thing and explain sure. why they've done what they've Absolutely. done. I think everybody in the country wants to see that. And I think that needs to happen. And Greg, right because it creates accountability. It That's makes right. them be accountable for their actions. If the coach calls a bad call, Hugh Freeze had to go in and face the media. As you know, as much yep. as he's a phony, um, Nick Saban has had to do it against Texas when we lost. You have to. There's consequences. You have to create some accountability. Getting in a van and escorted out of the stadium at a rapid pay, you know, pace is is not transparency. We need more of it. Well, Roy had the SEC championship game, and he was the first commissioner to ever do that. And I think Greg ought to be the first commissioner to make his referees get in front of everybody at the end of the game and explain why they did what they done. Well, and, and, Greg, if you don't do that, shame on you. Well, the Pac-12 does it. They have a pool reporter that goes in and asks oh, these okay. questions. And, and you can explain calls. Hey, what happened here? What happened here? But we need it here. We need it here. Uh, Jumbo, I appreciate your Roll Tide. Yeah, thanks. Roll Tide. God bless y'all. Right back to you. We'll take Tommy and Rami to snacks. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. We talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Are you ready? Tide 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon. Tuscaloosa's high 50. A freeze tonight. The sky clear. The low 29. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday the sky's sunny both days. The high tomorrow 52. Wednesday's high at 57 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. There it is. Let's go to Tommy and Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. Roll Tide to you, man. 
And Rota, how are you, Ron? Good, good. How about that win? It was great. Hey, Tommy, can I ask you a question? Sure, ask me anything, Ron. Anything? You promise anything? Yes. Can we talk about Georgia now? Good. Yeah, we talk about Georgia. After 12 don't weeks? Don't talk about the playoffs. Don't get ahead of yourself. Okay. You, okay. You, you're in business. You want to get ahead of yourself. You can't stay I know it. I You're an ADD child. You I, well, yeah, sure, focus. sure. Nick Saban said he was too. I am too. Well, I have a list of top ten good things. Okay. The bad and the ugly is official, but you know, fish ain't. But that's every week. But one of my lists on my was not a top ten, but I call it a top ten. The good is there will not be a white Christmas on Tumor Square this December. Ooh, I like it. Let them tears roll. Take that tissue and wipe them tears. That's right. And I had another one everybody have used it all through the day is uh, nothing like watching Auburn cheerleaders and co-ed cry in the end zone after a ball game. Number two, the hedges are still safe at Auburn. Nobody pulled no hedges out to remember well, Tommy, I think it was just Nick Saban being green. You know what I mean? Trying to save the green. Save the green. That's right, man. He was, save yeah, the green. Yeah, Nick Saban doing his part. And another little important fact. I gave you the facts why the Auburn game was so important last week, or for three weeks. Uh, we got our 50th win against Auburn. We did. We prevented them from getting the 800 win. And another amazing fact, everybody talking about how Nick Saban can't win down on Auburn. Just, just think of this fact for a moment. He got five wins at Auburn, and he got four losses. But you go all around the West, SEC, home field, his winning record is extremely, extremely phenomenal. Let me repeat that word for some of you out there don't know what it means. It is phenomenal. He got, like, Seven or six wins at places. He got nine wins on the opposite team home field. No other coach in college football does that. If they get one or two wins in their career or three against Nick Saban, they are a Hall of Fame coach. Let that just simmer in your little your little minds out there. That is a phenomenal record to me. Going down to Auburn nine times, winning five times, four. We should have won maybe one or two more, but, you know, it's Auburn. You should be thankful we won 27 to 24. And the other top ten thing on the list, East Alabama and West Georgia will not have a toilet paper shortage at the local Walmart. Mm. This way. So, you know, you know, some of our friends in Georgia won't have to use beer label this winter. There we go. They, they'll be plenty of toilet paper. Tommy, I'm just going to ask you, man, did you, what'd you do when you see the, you know, the, the catch and no flags and you knew it was there? I'm like, oh, I want to beat them 100 and nothing. I'm picking big Troy. Everybody said we need a big win. But I'm like, two times straight in Jordan hair, we have ripped their soul out of their little heart. We destroyed them. I mean, you should just see it. 
And you know what? You, if you can read left, they say them so so and so did it again to us. Yep. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It was beautiful. And the print will be called the Grave Digger, Jalen Milrose, Harvest Auburn Souls on the Plains. And you'll see a smiling, unhappy little Hugh Freeze walking off the field with a frown on his face. And you'll see all them crying little Bless their heart. Bless that little heart. And you're right. That a row of toilet paper they didn't throw would be more valuable than the diploma in the next two or three years. And the number one reason why it's great, the Alabama one, the good, I'm going to get in trouble for this one, but there won't be no victory babies born in late July or early August because nobody got lucky <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> Tommy and Romulus. We'll end it with there. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Tommy, you always bring your A game, man. Thank you so much. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. Talk to you tomorrow. Tommy covered a lot right there. Biscuit Bruce leads us out of the 5 o'clock hour. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Monsi Bolaños. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski told reporters that defensive end Miles Garrett will be considered day-to-day with the shoulder injury that he suffered Sunday against Denver. The NFL Network reports that Saints wide receiver Rashid Shahid is unlikely to play in Week 13 against the Lions due to a quad injury. Buccaneers coach Todd Bowles says that the MRI on quarterback Baker Mayfield's ankle came back negative. Eagles right tackle Lane Johnson is day-to-day after not playing against the Bills on Sunday due to a great groin injury. Tonight, week 12 of the NFL wraps up as the Vikings will be hosting the Chicago Bears. Minnesota will be without wide receiver Justin Jefferson, and Chicago will be without running back Deontay Foreman. In Major League Baseball, three-time All-Star pitcher Sonny Gray is signing a three-year $75 million deal with the Cardinals, and the Dodgers are bringing back outfielder Jason Hayward on a one-year deal worth $9 million. Alabama Credit Union, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app makes banking so much more convenient all the mobile deposits many times you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money whether we're talking about checking savings mortgage home equity loan financing a vehicle and remember roll tide show your pride with the official credit card of the university of alabama alumni association alabamacu.com alabama credit union with great branches all over west alabama and throughout the state of alabama alabama credit union dells rumsey environmental serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services portable toilet services construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site maybe it's remodeling maybe it's the storage containers we did this about a year ago moved all of our furniture into a storage container brought out the construction debris removal containers they customize to fit your job site when you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. Jason.
going down a backwoods Tennessee byway One arm on the wheel Holding my lover with the other A sweet soft southern thrill Worked hard all week Got a little jingle On a Tennessee Saturday night Couldn't feel better I'm together With my Dixieland delight Spend my dollar Park in a holler Need the mountain moonlight Hold her up tight Make a little loving 18 national titles SEC titles. We hope that changes. We hope that goes to 30. Oh, wouldn't it be nice? 18 national titles, 30 SEC titles, 145 first-team All-Americans. That number will go up, we know. 76 postseason appearances. That number will go up. Up, 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 up. 45 postseason victories. We love it. Uh, hopefully that number will go up. Four Heisman winners. No, that number, that's not going to go up, but... Uh, we are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. Let's go to Biscuit Bruce. Biscuit Bruce, roll tide to you, man. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Always oh, great to be on tide, 100.9, only right. after we beat and rip out Auburn's heart. How'd you like them tears, Biscuit? Man, I, Ryan, let, let me tell you, anybody that says – they wasn't worried in that game is an out. They they should be on the refereeing crew. They they should be on that refereeing crew if they said that. Now let me say this: I text my daughter when that boy fumbled that football, and I I told her I said we're going to win this football game. Then when the when the Auburn people were clapping to get our center to to, to center the ball, which never got called, uh, she texted me and said. Dad, we're in trouble. I said, just hold on. I I didn't know how, but I had some kind of feeling that we were going to win that football game. Right? And when he fumbled the ball, I, my, I changed my whole my, my whole because I'd already accepted the fact that we could lose this football game. I, I had already accepted that fact. I didn't. I wasn't to the point where I didn't believe we couldn't win it. Still. I was just trying to accept. My my wife did not watch one play at second. She she was in our laundry room. I should. It's fourth and thirty one. We got one shot at winning this football. Okay. Match. Okay. She said she said it ain't going to happen. But you just well face it, Bruce. We're not going to win this football game. I said we got one play. She's in, and when he caught that ball, me and Baker, we went ballistic. And she come in and said, "What happened?" I said, "He caught the football." And I and I and I repeated, "Stan, why?" I said, "Alabama's going to win the football game. Alabama's going to win the football game." <laughs> and she said, "Wait a minute, there's got to be a flag somewhere." I said, "What?" And I turned around. I, I was expecting she saw something I didn't, and then there was no flag. And then the Lancaster home was rejoicing unbelievably. It was it was crazy. How and, sweet and, and it I, is. I, now, Ryan, here's the only thing I got to say. I mean, I got a lot to say. First of all, for the next 10 years, and on the 10th anniversary of this play, 
every time we play Auburn from now on, we better see this play like we have had to see that kick six. I'm so sick of that kick six I could throw up. But I had to put up with it because it happened. Now, by God, we we, we turned the tables. Yes, so we did. now they've got to show this for 10 years, the 10th anniversary. The ten, This is the 10th anniversary of the kick six in Auburn. I'm so sick of it I could throw up. Well, and if they don't do it, I'm going to write letters. And I, I don't know how to email them people and do their Twitters. But if they don't do it, I'm going to find out, and they're going to hear from me. The next thing I got to say is I'm all 110% on board with Dawson, which you have never heard me say. Barrett's lead's got to go, Ryan. This, this is ridiculous. When he gets on here, he's an Auburn graduate, and he wants to try to act like he's not, but he is. And sits here and downplays what we done when he was one of the very ones that promotes the kick six. So, so I'm gonna sign the I'm gonna sign the petition to to remove Barrett Sleeve from an Alabama program because he he can't stand it. He cannot. And now he's already on Georgia. Alabama don't have a chance to win this game. I, Georgia is a machine. They're a machine, Ryan. They're a machine that was down to Georgia Tech thirteen to seven at one time. Georgia's a machine. Alabama ain't got a chance. Well, we'll see about that come Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. Yeah, well, the national narrative uh, is out there, and you know, I heard a coach a while ago uh, on one of the uh, TV cast, and they were debating this. And if you listen to everybody, all the analysts go around, and you know, he picks the teams that. You know, you coaches look at it different because they look at Alabama and they go, man, that team would be hard to beat. They would be yeah. hard to beat. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and so you look at it from an Alabama standpoint, we need more coaches on that committee because coaches oh, yeah. feel it, it, it's different. It's different. They understand what it's like to coach against great football teams. And, and, and they've got the wrong people on the committee. They do. We have a – look, I don't have anything against women. I didn't think Condoleezza Rice should have been on the very first one or whenever she was on. I, you know, I, I don't have anything against women. We have a professor from Timbuktu University out of Timbuktu, USA. She don't know the difference between pass interference and clipping. And, and she's on this committee well, to vote they don't, to see who's going to the championship You know, game. it's kind of like the oversight committee. A couple of years ago, the oversight committee, which is the rules committee for college football and other athletics, but college football is certainly the one that grabs the most attention. They had a yeah. volleyball coach on there from Arkansas Tech a couple of years yeah. ago. And I'm going, it what are y'all yeah. doing? It makes no sense, and that's why they want it that way, because it makes no sense. So here's the deal. So in, in playing and watching Florida and Florida State play later on that evening, I kept saying, Florida State has no business being in this. I don't care if they beat Florida. Florida's five and six. Uh, they're both playing with backup quarterbacks. They're, they beat a five and six team. I don't care if it, they should have got beat. They didn't get beat. They pulled it out. Lottie da. If you took the top ten and took Florida State and played all of, it took them out and take number ten, number eleven, and moved them in, which would be Ole Miss probably. Okay, so you take the top ten. Florida State couldn't stay on the field with any of them. Not one single team in that top ten could fly. And if they if they put them in, if they beat Louisville, which you know Louisville got beat, 
but Louisville's got a doggone good football team, dude. They they got a good football team. Well, that they got a that to, to me Florida. is our best chance of getting. Yeah. Is, is if you could find this, a way Ryan to get Florida Tyler, State moved out. If I don't care if we beat Georgia by one point, if we beat Georgia and they leave Alabama out of this national championship game, it's a it's a travesty. It will again. be. It will be. No, it will be. It, it because here's the thing: the first sentence in the committee says what? We're going to put the four best, best football teams. In the playoffs, we're not going to put the the two deserving teams. We're going to put the four. The number one criteria is the four best football teams. They hadn't done it in the last two years. They give Ohio State a bye. They put TCU in there after they won. They didn't even move them in the in the in the standings because they didn't want a rematch of Michigan and Ohio State. They were an embarrassment. Well, and, and Biscuit, look at this, okay? When when you look at this region, it is a college football dominant dominated Power region. Okay, th this this COVID, and we're talking about money. And when you look, let, let's say you got an Oregon and a Michigan. Or, well, I mean, nothing like down here. Um yeah. I mean the Pac twelve people who's gonna watch Michigan and Florida State? Okay. I mean, yeah, okay. Michigan who's goes up to that, that one and, and Florida State. Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think your TV rating is going to be if those two teams play? And I understand and, and, and that it's, we it's beside the point, though, Ryan, because they're not they're not the, one of the four best. teams. I don't even think Michigan is one of the four best teams. Honestly, yeah. there's eight teams in well, the Southeast. Well, see what this committee eight teams does. In the Southeastern Conference. Eight teams in the Southeastern Conference. If you combine our our conference. Could could be one loss or undefeated with Michigan schedule. Absolutely, Indiana. absolutely. Oh, I mean, it's ridiculous. Come on, it's embarrassing. But but here's the it thing: is. they set it up for the future, right? Oh, they, yeah, they, they did. They put Ohio State up there. Remember when they had Ohio State up in front of Georgia? They're yeah. doing that to make it because they know what's going to happen in the future. At least they they setting it up, and so they set it up for the future. So they'll put this team up there to make it where. Oh look! See that was our that was our number two team right there. That was our that yeah. was our that was our look. We had them four weeks ago. We had them here. It yeah. it's all it's a baloney. That's the reason why it we is. have a committee of. It is baloney. Yeah, I mean, so put people on there that know football, football. Yeah, yeah, the game. No, and here once again. The game of football, like we have discussed in the past, and we're still discussing today, and in five more years, it's going to change again. We're not going to know what the game of football is. Okay, so they have a man that's attempting to, to run and tackle our guy with the football. He's running to tackle our guy with the football, and we block him, and they call blindside block. The, the man is trying to tackle your man, and you block him, and you get a penalty. What is this game coming to? Put a flag on them. I, Put those I, little flags I, on them, and if you I, don't, I don't want to make it, it contact. Well, I told you it was going. It, that's what's going to happen when you when you started with targeting. It changed the whole game, it the did. whole format it of did. the game it of did. football. No, nope, you you want it because you, you have a rule now that you can call, and it's so vague, it's ridiculous. And we can call it or we cannot call it. And and this refereeing deal, I, I don't know what the well. One of the answers is this. If you don't make those guys accountable, if you don't take their money away from them, if you don't take games away from them, it's not going to change. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know what the definition of insanity is, don't you? 
doing the same thing over and over and That's expecting right. a different result. That's right. Well, you're not getting one because you know why? Because you don't hold them accountable. They don't. They, they you know they're not held accountable. They, they miss so many calls now. Now you know Jumbo was correct. They did miss one or two on Alabama, but they weren't as the travesty calls and the ob- obvious call. How can you call Jermaine Burton out of bounds when you can plainly see green? And how does the man 20 yards down the field get to override the man that's six yards and called it a catch? I don't get it. I mean, come on now. And then, and then the head referee, the man wearing the white hat, sits there and watches I- their guy way lose our punter and waller on him like a hog on the field and then goes up and just tries to separate. Heck, I'm not sure. Two. I'm not sure when you look at that safety why did they not stop that and take a look at it? I, I don't I don't get it. Here's the other thing, right? You can say what you want to about the final score of this game, but the final score was thirty three to twenty four because Downs never even come close to stepping out of bounds. Uh Terry and Arnold. 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 Arnold, I mean, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Arnold never come close to stepping out of bounds. He was a yard from stepping out of bounds and then they don't give him the touchdown. Why did they not? Because they're so confused, they don't. They don't. They think well, it doesn't matter. The game's over. Well, it matters to a lot of people. Well, it matters to that committee, right? I it mean, matters it, to that. Look, it, exactly. It matters to that lady that doesn't doesn't know how to watch football, and she sees thirty three to twenty four, and she's well, they beat them pretty good. Yeah. When that's 27, 24, well, oh, they barely won. You know. Well, and uh, the the other one matters. The other one that they didn't go back and take a Here's look the at. Thing, I it, mean, it happened. It ain't like. It didn't happen. He intercepted the ball and ran a touchdown. That's that's the thing. It's not like they're giving us anything. Yeah. They're always taken away. And they're always taken away in that blooming stadium. And I'm sick of it. I mean, I'm yeah. sick of well, it. Well, I mean, the Auburn players with the three of them moving at the same time that Martin was just talking about a couple of minutes ago. I mean, that, that I, how do you miss that? <laughs> I mean Well, they saw it. I think they I think they was explaining the to Saban, that I mean, it, Sa- that Sa- Sa- Saban's over holding up three fingers. Not one, not two, but three. He's telling the guy the rule, and, and the guy's trying to explain and justify why they're going to allow it to happen. Right. And and then they have and, a and, you know a circle uh, out there. And, and, and you know, anyway, th- this group here, uh, if, if this is the, no business calling If football. this is the best the SEC has, then let's just go. You remember when we used to go backyard basketball and we'd all we'd call our own fouls? Yeah. Let's just go yeah. back. Let's just go back and do that. We'll call our own calls. <laughs> I, I think it would be probably as equal. I mean, I you know you're gonna get one every now and then called sure. on you that you really yeah, yeah. you really didn't do. Right. But hey, we get that now. We do. We get it now. Biscuit, I got to run, man. I appreciate you I mean, as always. Jesus, I mean the good, the 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 the, the throw and the catch, the bad. How much freaking time it takes to get on this program now. I sure will be glad when football season's over so I can call and talk to you within five or ten minutes. All these people clogging up the line. If y'all don't call in March, I ain't going to – I'm coming down to the station and I ain't going to allow y'all to get on the radio when football season starts. Now, y'all need to support Ryan's show all year long. Amen. Amen. The ugly is everybody else's. The freaking referees. But you can always remember this, Auburn, and all you other people. We are the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Biscuit Bruce helping us out there. Always fun a bit of visit with him. We'll continue with more phone calls next. T-Town Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
Always live. Always local. Dependable news coverage. The latest news only from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The Chamber of Commerce of West Alabama is once again incentivizing Tuscaloosa to shop local with the week-long scavenger hunt with a huge grand prize on the line. According to ABC 3340 and Town Square Media Tuscaloosa Chief Meteorologist James Spann, a freeze is likely across all of North and Central Alabama tonight with lows in the 25 to 32 degree range early tomorrow. For the latest local news in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Sports updates and severe weather information download the free tuscaloosa threat app never pay for your news and sign up for our daily newsletter with news update on wallace cpa 527 main avenue in downtown northport small business and personal income taxes payroll sales tax needs they can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999 they work for you not the irs when you take on taxes you got to have someone on your side it's Don Wattis CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattis CPA, the official accountant of the game. If you find Cornell House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard, eat Southern, be Southern, all the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters, all the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Jason. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A sunny sky this afternoon, Tuscaloosa's high 50. A freeze tonight, the sky clear, the low 29. And then for tomorrow and Wednesday, the sky's sunny both days. The high tomorrow, 52. Wednesday's high at 57 degrees. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 45 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get to Josh in Georgia. Actually, Robert in Mobile got back in, did he not? So let me, because Robert, we accidentally, uh, we had some technical problems earlier, but we've got all that fixed out. Robert in Mobile, Josh in Georgia. Scotty was down in Auburn. I can't wait to hear those descriptions. Robert, uh, we apologize for early. I know you probably tried a million times to get back in. You're in the game. Hope all is well. Hey, man. Yeah, the show's hot today. Which, little yeah, warm, little me. warm, little warm. Uh, <laughs> Hey, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, uh, the thing that bugged me is about the uh, the the uh, and Forever uh, Grave Digger. Uh, I guess what the sound name one of these days is. Uh, you know, that's what Nick Saban on the sideline. I think you and Martin hit on it too. Uh, with him, uh, you know, mentioning that hey, uh, Mero, there was it shouldn't have been fourth and forever. I mean, it should have been fourth and ten maybe because you should have taken off and ran. Uh, there and we had all that green grass. I even rewatched it. 
and the more we watch it, the more open he is. <laughs> on that last, on that third down play, it was like, uh, wow, okay. When we're playing Georgia, no more indecisiveness on when to run. You you got to put your foot in the make dirt them and take off. Pay, make them yeah. pay. I mean, you were the leading rusher on your team. You rushed eighteen times for one hundred and seven yards, and you probably left another seventy-five to one hundred yards out on the field. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, could have probably rushed for 200 yards. Yes, and if, um, if that's uh, J.T. Daniels, he does rush for that. He does get 200 yards in that game. Uh, then that's the kind of instinct we kind of, we're going to have to have uh, come going forward, especially uh, against Georgia. And I almost sometimes um, wonder if they're saving his health because we all know mobile quarterbacks take a, they take a beating. Yeah. Uh, they do. Um, but God gave you an amazing ability. You're the fastest guy on the team, one of. I don't know if he still is, but I assume he is. And you're built out of – I've been using this for a year. You're built out of Stone Mountain granite. I mean, he's carved out of it. I mean, he, the, the, the muscle uh, of, of him, the, yeah, he's probably – I mean, no doubt single digits of body fat. I mean, there is none on him. It's, I mean, you saw the guy that tried to tackle him, which, by the way, that yeah. was, I thought that should have been least looked at for targeting, right? I mean, it, uh, God yeah. knocked himself out trying to tackle him. Milrow, jump and, right back up. Bam. And then JT Daniels, by the way, got hurt in the pocket by us. So yeah. <laughs> staying in the pocket doesn't keep you safe. Then that's going to keep you safe either. So, yeah, um, the, uh, in, there were two turning points in that game, uh, of course, that, that kept Alabama from blowing in the way. And, the first, of course, the first one was the, uh, the, the uh, touchdown call back because of the holding penalty, which – Okay, like uh, some of the other guys say, if you're going to call that holding, you can call holding on every down then. Every play, you're gonna every see play, that. every play, you can call it. That turned the game around. It was 14 to nothing. We have an entirely different game. And, of course, the uh, the toe tap, uh, which you all mentioned that before, too. It was like, uh, uh, yeah, you got one referee that's closest to it being overruled by a guy further away. In what universe does that make any sense? And even the, then, the review, the booths had enough evidence to review to overturn it as well. So how that didn't get overturned, it, that that, that uh, kills Alabama's momentum, and we can still blow the game out. But yeah, if, if uh, make your mind up and take off, if you do that sooner, you, you completely change the game. And you open up your receivers. Uh, but like I said, the pass was the thing of beauty. I don't think there's not a quarterback in the history of football that could have thrown a better pass than that. Uh, nobody, and that's I mean that's a perfect pass. You can any quarterback can throw, and he, he made it when he absolutely had to have it. The SEC shorts did an outstanding uh, skit on that. <laughs> if you hadn't seen it, go on YouTube and look it up on SEC short. It was fantastic about a rag Auburn or well for the uh, uh, for that. You know it was so it was the old uh, he hadn't thrown it yet. Uh, still got time. Uh, <laughs> It was outstanding. How, I mean, it was ridiculous how much time Auburn gave him. And that spy was ridiculous, too. The defense was terrible. Uh, every Auburn fan that complained about that, they deserved to complain about it. It was terrible. It was. Uh, yeah, you don't give him that much time. What's that spy doing? You think he's going to run 37 yards? <laughs> well, whatever. But, yeah, uh, you guys are right about the committee. I, I, you know, the people say it's too soon to talk about it. This is the only time we'll be, have a chance to talk about it before they make their decision. And so, you know, yeah, after the I mean, game Saturday, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, unless we're going to come back and do a, a Sunday afternoon show, you're right. Um, yeah. 
And I will try to get someone on tomorrow to help us understand a little bit more of uh, college football. So we will. Uh, I just want to play off thing, side though. of things because I'll be very curious to see where they've got us tomorrow evening. Yeah, just for you on one thing, though. I think our best shot is Oregon. Uh, I, I think you all saying about the committee with their bias and all that. But if they're honest, because everybody knows football. I mean, everybody who watches the game knows it to an extent. Some people, you know, coaches may know more intricate details of it, but we all know it. It's whether or not you're going to be honest. If, I mean, with, with our knowledge, and we're, if we're honest, we can pick the best four teams in college football. You just have to be honest. With, you have to be honest about it. And the there's no way Oregon's resume is, uh, supersedes Alabama's resume. And I know they, they, what, they dropped Tennessee out of the top 25 mysteriously <laughs> so that Alabama don't have three teams in the top 25, but they still have two. So Oregon's I'm telling one. you, they set it up for the future. They know what's coming, or at least they think some of the scenarios will play out. It's all about a setup. And, and that's when you know Dawson and I got in this big argument about three or four weeks ago. And he tried to tell me I didn't know what I was talking about. I listened to the committee every Tuesday night. Boo Corrigan, uh, the NC State AD, which is the selection committee chair, I hear him and the tone of voice, the way that he described it. Um, when he did Oregon a couple of weeks ago, when they asked to compare Alabama to Oregon, he said the biggest difference was uh, that Oregon has a top 15 defense and a top 15 offense. So yeah, based on yeah yeah based words, on he what he didn't have anything else to say. He just yeah 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 but yeah based on the teams you're playing. You can say what what about what you can say the same thing about a, pack, a power uh, a group of five to school then <laughs> if that's your criteria. But like you say, you can't talk. Don't talk to us anymore about body of work yeah. and strength of schedule if you're not going to adhere to it. There's no way Oregon schedule and there's no way. Being the number one Georgia and lost in two years doesn't trump just about every anything Oregon can do. So, I mean, Texas have on head to head, but Oregon has us on nothing. So I think Oregon, if if they're honest, now if they're just plain dishonest, then then we know they, they can't do anything. But like you said, the style like we were saying earlier, hey, some of those style points. You really need to rack up a few, and we never did. Well, I'll get off and let somebody Thanks, else uh, Thanks. talk. Right, Thanks man. so much. We'll continue with more of the game. Josh in Georgia next. T-Town, Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Freedom CBD and Wellness, Tuscaloosa's Community Choice winner for the best CBD store in Tuscaloosa. Stop by and see them this week for their Thanksgiving sale. They'll be open Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then Sonia will be closed Thanksgiving Day through the weekend. Y'all don't miss these deals. Up to 50% off. Happy Thanksgiving from Sonia at Freedom CBD, Tuscaloosa's CBD store. ST Bun Construction is now hiring truck drivers and mechanics. You'll be home every night with competitive pay. They offer Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Health and Dental, 401k, paid holidays, vacation, and sick time. Call Buck today, 205-331-3551. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck on Alabama 171 near Old Moores Bridge Road in Ecola with delays. 69 congested at Skyland, Lurley northbound slow downtown and then through Northport to McFarland. McFarland very heavy from Rice Mine to Watermelon. This is westbound. And 69 northbound backed up from Union Chapel all the way to McFarland. I thought they fixed that intersection. Maybe not. If you see other conditions, give me a call. 205-886-8886. 
Townsend Nissan's year-end closeout is on now with discounts up to $10,000. No reasonable offer will be refused. Townsend Nissan, and I'm Captain Ray. It's an eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese, catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard, close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. 50 years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion, it's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093, anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance, make someone smile today, Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets. Today for the Crimson Tide, local high school sports, and Bama in the pros right here on Tide 100.9. Ram and McCullough, Ellis in Manchester, Tennessee, Iron Bowl Celebration Day. I want to remind you about the wharf. If you're looking for a great place uh, to go and get a new pair of boots, find it right there. 60 different brands of boots. Justin, Tawny Lima, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. Cold weather has arrived in West Alabama. If you need some of that cold weather apparel, then you can find it right there at the wharf since 1976. Go over and see my friends. They're open for another 15 minutes today. Uh, but always uh, spend that money right here in the local economy. If you're thinking about upcoming Christmas gift ideas, uh, you'll find them right there. And a new pair of jeans or a new pair of boots, great option. The work in Western wear for the entire family. It is the Wharf, located between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate. Go see our friends Mark and Lee. Let's go to Josh in Georgia. Josh, good afternoon. You're in the game. Ryan, good afternoon. It is a wonderful victory Monday. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, it just smells good. It smells good in Tuscaloosa. It does. To just think about, and I can't tell you how many times I've just sat here and watched this play and this video over and over again as I'm on hold and watch their faces just drop. That's beautiful. And watch them flow. It is wonderful. I mean, their tears are like Gatorade. It energizes me. <laughs> but um, it's not the dominant win I predicted. I know I predicted a pretty dominant win, but it is a win, and it was a win in Lee County. And anytime you can beat them jokers in Lee County, it just feels good. I agree. So, but um, anyway, let well, them cry. Let them cry. Roll tears, roll, roll tears, roll. We've made a lot of people cry over this Nick Saban era. Thank you, Coach. Yeah. Uh, I hope we make a few more cry Saturday night. We got yeah. a big job. We got a big job. We got a tough test. Well, you and, remember, uh, you know, and speaking of the kick six, 
uh, kick six ended us for three. We were going for three national titles in a row, right? We was. We, we could was. stop Georgia right here. Because we, we, we know could. what it's like to get stopped. Um, we do. But we need to go we over do. there and beat them, and beat them by a decent margin. Make the committee make a tough decision. I'm thinking personally, I mean, 10 points may be low, but I'm thinking you've got to do it at least by 10 points because that's double digits, and you've got to do it that way. You've just got to. I mean, 10 points or more if you can do it. Well, you beat them um, 41 to 24 two years ago. I, I know, and we also beat them 41 to 24 COVID year when they come to Tuscaloosa. Same score, 41-24 the That's last right. two times we beat them. Um, so, can we do it? Can we hang with them? I believe we can. Because I don't know what the update is. I've been trying to find something through the afternoon, but I haven't had any luck yet. Ja'Cory Brooks has not played much this year. You throw him into the mix with Bond, Burton, Benson, Maury Nyblack. Kobe Prentice. Kobe Prentice. And they want to talk about how their offense is a machine. Dude, our offense can be a machine with the mighty Milro under center in the shotgun, wherever you want to place him. Fun. I like our chances. Make us the underdog. I hope that line jumps up to minus the 10. <laughs> and the more it Make does, the, the more Make it's going to. the underdog. Feed us the rat poison. We thrive. We energize. We embrace it. Roll Tide. Thank you, Josh. Anything else? Roll Tide. Nobody. I'll call back in later this week. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate that. Uh, Let's go. Okay, let's go break, and then we'll come back. Scotty and then Ram and McCullough, uh, Ellis, Terry, and Richmond, Virginia Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Did you know that 90% of up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Picture, I'm coming with you, dear Maria, come in. There's a story. All right, let's go to Scotty in Tuscaloosa. Scotty, good afternoon. You're in the game. Uh, Ryan, what's happening? Roll, Todd. I know you're energized. You were there. Well, Ryan, I told you the last two years when you told me you were never going back, I told you two years ago that there is nothing better than seeing those spaces. And now I thought we were going to go down there and win handily, even though I was a little nervous. But then I got to see the faces again and it, I mean, Ryan, ripping that old heart out like that. <laughs> I mean, Ryan. What are you saying? No, Ryan, I love national championships. You know I love them. I love SEC championships. But there is no feeling on this earth better than seeing 70,000, 80,000 tears. And, I mean, Ryan, they were ready to rush the field again. And, I mean, just threw it up, a Hail Mary. And, right, I was in such shock. I wasn't even screaming. I was right in front of the band. And uh, I was just uh, I was just in shock because I, I just was – I was like, well, I guess I'm going to sit here and watch another team rush the field against us. And um, – but, Ryan, I, I – but I didn't get – they didn't get to rush the field. They didn't get to roll Toomer's corner. Uh, we, we won and uh, – Ryan, I'm just telling you, they hate us so much. Yeah. 
I've never ever. I mean, Ryan, they just hate us. They hate us, and That's okay. uh, and now. They hate us a thousand times more now, but I, I'll tell you what. Ryan, and I'm out of time just about here, Scott. I, I know, and I hate, listen, I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. Roll Tide, it was the best experience ever. You have a good day. I'll call you this week. Thank you, Scotty. We appreciate that. Uh, let's go here, 205-342-9904. Ram, let it rip. Got to go quick. Okay. All right, the good was the play. Roll Tide, yeah, absolutely. The bad? The bad was... The officiating, for God's sakes, that, that needs to be challenged. And uh, the ugly was them slashing us with their running game. And that was not a good. 244 yards, got to clean that up, got to clean it up. I think we will. And you look at Georgia's schedule, Ryan, and uh, the only – Compared to ours, they hadn't played anybody as good as us, so I think we got a better than a puncher's chance. I, I think so. I think so. Thank you, Ram. Thank you, Ryan. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Uh, Ellis, Manchester, Tennessee. Ellis, uh, about 45 seconds. Let it rip. Uh, the good was uh, seeing the tears from all the Auburn fans. Oh, it's so Today. sad. Yeah, it's just, just awesome. And the bad and the ugly was the, the officiating. I like it. I like it. And my heart, I thought my heart was going to beat out of my chest through that whole ball game. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I think yeah. I think of a lot of us felt that way. All right, Ellis, anything else? No problem. All right, let me get a Terry in Richmond, Virginia. Terry, about 30 seconds. Let it rip. <laughs> well, that pass was <clears> – that would be a Heisman moment if he was in the Heisman running. That's for sure. He said give him the Heisman Trophy. Hey, I would agree with it. That was just a thing of beauty and credit to Coach Saban. He drew that up, and they practiced it. Grave digger. Roll tight. Thanks, Terry. Hey, listen, I just posted, uh, reshared a video a couple of minutes ago. Someone sent it to me. Uh, you can find it on Ryan C. Fowler on Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it these days. Also, I'll post it on my Facebook account. It's already got like 20 shares. I just posted a couple of minutes ago. Uh, somebody that's a lot more creative than I am uh, sent me a video. He didn't want any credit for it, but it's a great one. Hey, we remind you that we call this program the game of the only way that you can win the big game. The game of life is to follow our Lord and Savior each and every day. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.